holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. My top tip, not all gifts have to be for others. Treat yourself. Crisp whites like a floral Sauvignon Blanc pairs perfectly with shrimp cocktail and other light appetizers. Now that's how you kick off a holiday meal. Most adults smile an average of 20 times a day. Make that 21 for someone you love with the perfect bottle from Total Wine and More. Whether you're entertaining or bringing the wine, Total Wine and More has you covered with 8,000 wines, 3,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers at always low prices. Cheers. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you tonight. This is a special night and I am very excited about it. But before we get into why this night is so special, I want to start off by introducing my one and only lovely co-host, Shannon, how you doing, Shannon? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. You know what? <laughs> I had a great weekend. Uh, this week is yeah. is uh, looking to be very good. And also, I think this holiday is going to be excellent as well. So I can't complain. You said you had a good weekend. What'd you do? Um, you know what? I got a lot of work done that I needed to do. Uh-huh. Uh, I got a chance to talk to some people I hadn't talked to in a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mother actually came back to town um, uh, for sad circumstances. Somebody passed away. So, uh, you know, it's always cool to see moms. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just but, you know, everything looks great. Everything is positive and everything it looks up. So I'm happy. Cool. All right. So uh, tonight. We are celebrating our 100th episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus show. And this is, you know, anyone who has been with us since the beginning, um, this show kind of just we just kind of started and just started talking about different topics. And we had a lot of different casts of characters who popped through. And, you know, uh, you know, at one point it looked like maybe the show wasn't going to continue. And. You know, but hey, we persevered and we are here and it wouldn't be right if we didn't have uh, these two gentlemen on the show. They helped start off the show. And also we do so much content with each other, uh, me and these guys. So I want to first start off with uh, this this gentleman. Um, Right now, people are calling him Santa, but uh, we (laughs) like to call him the captain, Captain Olaf Barbosa. How are you doing, Olaf? I am doing fantastic, and it's like wow, a hundred episodes. It's it doesn't seem like it's been that long, you know, that we've done that many. But wow, it's that's just exciting. Yes, and yes, I got called Santa all weekend long, and I'll get called Santa all this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so I'm glad that you're here, and uh, I'm looking forward to this uh this episode now also joining joining us tonight we have uh this gentleman we've done so much content with each other as well uh whether it's the talking about walkers walking dead podcast which is the first thing we did um and also 
Hell on Wheels. We did with oh, I mean, no, I'm sorry, we didn't do that with Olaf. We did uh, Walking Dead, um, Black Sails. Um, we've done uh, let's see, uh, American Gods, uh, The Terror, <laughs> uh, The Underground Show <laughs> as well, uh, which believe it or not, still gets the most uh, love of all of our shows is the underground show is <laughs> yeah. the one and only militant why. marker himself yardley how you doing man hey i'm doing good man everything's good in the state of georgia outside of you know athletics <laughs> oh but, wow, uh, yeah uh, yeah I, i'm recovering uh pretty hard off of the weekend but as i was telling you in the chat uh congratulations for keeping this show going for a hundred episodes it's definitely been a pleasure and you know you were pretty much the person who brought me into the podcasting game. And you know what? Uh, I think that we flourished over the years and it's always a pleasure. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm so happy that, uh, that, um, you know, we've done all these, uh, programming with each, with each other. And, uh, you know, you, Olaf, uh, you know, and now Shannon, it, this has just been uh, very, very interesting and great times. Um, but before we get deep into the episode tonight, and we're going to talk about a lot of different things and just have a, have fun, you know, um, we have some business to take care of first. Now, a oh, new a new uh, member to the Indie Radio family recently had a birthday on Saturday, December 1st. She turned 21. Uh, <laughs> allegedly that's what happened and uh, not only did this person just have a birthday on Saturday this young lady just w got off of a trip where she I mean I, I'm, I look I'm watching the um, I'm looking at her feed and everything and I'm like uh, you know I, I, I wish I was there man you seem like you was having a good old time so <laughs> you know so tell everybody where you went um, you talking about Saturday? You talking about last week? Let's talk. Let's start off with last week. Last week, I went to Belize City, Belize. Oh, that's what's up. Mm. And then Saturday, I did a day cruise to Bimini, Bahamas. Wow, it's the Bimini! All right. So, uh, tell us about. Let's let's talk about Belize first. What what, what happened? What was cracking? What was cracking in Belize? Um, I just wanted to go. I've always wanted to go. When I was a nanny, we were supposed to go. That was supposed to be one of our trips, and we never made it. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to go by myself. I don't need to go with y'all, even though we were going to go to her friend's private island. But that's okay. I went to my own little island of I had to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So um, we got there. My friend, who's also named Shannon, and I went. Um I just had a good time. I was going more so to finish my book, um, trying to eat, pray, love, per se. I did a lot of eating. <laughs> the food was amazing. Um, I was at the beach on Thursday, which everybody else calls it Thanksgiving Day. I'm not going to do that. Mm. But I was at the beach um, on Thursday and ate non-traditional turkey meal food. I didn't eat that. I had... Um, Stewed chicken, rice, and beans. 
and took lots of pictures and had a great time. Just relaxed. You know, that vacation where you don't have to do anything but just vacate. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I did. Look, from looking at the pictures and everything, I mean, um, you look so stress free and just like you were just having a wonderful time. Uh, that's I mean, good. It was good. Um, it, it was needed. It mm-hmm. was necessary. Um, and it helped me finish my book. So I can't complain. Not one bit. And the cost exchange, which is two to one, it was it was worth every penny. I was like, great. I want to go back. All right. So let's talk about your birthday. How did that go? Um, I drove up to, I live in Key West. I drove up to Miami. I drove up to Fort Lauderdale, actually, to pick up my cousin who was coming in from Oklahoma. Um, shout out to Drea, um, who came in and we hung out on South Beach, um, which is where actually I used to live for four years. Um, we hung out on South Beach for the weekend. Um, Coral Gables, technically, because that's where we were staying, but Excuse me. We hung out on South Beach, Miami Beach. Um, and then Saturday morning, we went to the port and took a cruise ship out to the Bahamas. Um, it was a whole chaotic mess with that. They didn't leave on time. Then they had to comp everybody food and that stayed on the boat because half the folks got off. And so they fed us while we were on our way to the Bahamas and we didn't have to pay for it, which was great. And then we got there and we spent the day at the beach. Um Got some food, met some wonderful, amazing bohemian people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good time. Um, came back, got something else to eat, and then went back to our hotel. And then I did another day yesterday um, um, South Beach. Went to church, um, my old church when I used to live in Miami, and just drove back today. I just got back at like six o'clock. Oh wow! I didn't realize that you had uh, that it was today that you got back. Yeah, because I had to drop her off at the airport, and so I had to go get my foods that I don't have here, so I could be greedy on the way home. And then I came home, but yeah, it was a good weekend. Now it's back to work, covering shifts, trying to hire people. Oh, so you oh. you hire and fire. Um, yeah, I do. I manage the shelter. So yeah, that happens. Okay. So that means uh, if anybody need a gig and they live in that, uh, that section of the country, right? Let's put in the application. Or if they want to move, we'll take you too. Whoever wants to move here. Sure. Come on. Hire. I'm hiring. I need three, four, technically I need four full-time people, but. We we have um, people in the chat room, and uh, I see uh, Finn as well as uh, I see uh, Dante, and uh, I see that there's more people that are listening, but they're not in the chat room. Please, uh, it's on the right section, the top chat section. Say something. <laughs> Come on in. Who, and oh. let us people know. <laughs> I was like, who is this talking about? They see cleavage. Yeah. Yes, the girls are out. I haven't painted my fingernails, y'all. Oh, look at that! She painted her fingernails. I'm fancy. I'm fancy. All right. So we, we have so much to talk about. Um, also, uh, I want to um, definitely give a shout out to uh, to Olaf, uh, Santa Claus, because uh, I've seen the pictures of, of Olaf uh, doing his thing. 
And uh, I know recently you were talking about that you're going to get some um, some uh, coverage uh, on the news. Has that happened yet? Yes, that was uh, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I was actually on the uh, local news. They have a program. Uh, it's like one of the. It's like called a Great Day or Great Day Live. Uh, Terry Miners used to be a you know local. He's a local radio guy and then he got into tv and stuff and uh so he has his has a show so i was on there helping to promote what i do my santa thing for is for the local animal shelter i am a professional pet santa this year marks my 18th year of of being santa and let's see i think i think this is my third or fourth year of doing it with a real beard So, I love I love doing it. I enjoy it. Uh, had a pretty good weekend. Uh, started out like Saturday it was raining, so we didn't get a whole lot of didn't get a whole lot of uh, dogs to uh, you know participate because people don't want to bring their dogs out in the rain. <laughs> mm. Is that a thing? Not wanting to bring out your dog in the rain. Uh, it, it is because if, if you're bringing your dog for a picture, you know if it's snowing a little bit, it's not so bad. Dogs, but they don't get that wet. But the one thing you don't want in your car is a wet dog. Uh, That's that that wet dog smell is just you know. Even though I love dogs, it's like oh my god, wet dog. <laughs> hey, that that's what's up, Olaf. I saw those pictures too. You seem like you were uh, you were having a good time and. Uh-huh. And as usual, you kind of stealing questions because I was just about to dive in and say, "How long you been doing it, Olaf?" And you said eighteen years. I thought it was eight years. No, <clears throat> no, I started doing this. Uh, like I said, it's been 18, 18 years. I would have had nineteen, but in two thousand eleven, I had my uh, left hip replaced, uh, like a month and a half before the Santa. And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think I want to do it because." I get drug off the bench a lot and stuff and wind up on the floor and everything else was these dogs. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to risk it. So I, I laid out one year or, or I would have had 19 years. <laughs> All right. So, man, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. Um, there's, a, there's so much to talk about. Uh, I think a good place to start off with uh, is, oh, uh, look at Look at those Sandy, Sandy clothes right there. Doug around found the hat. <laughs> well, I love it. You're saying that you found the hat, but I have a feeling it was right in your lap the whole time. I love it. tell anybody. All right. And, and we got Aaron in the house. Hey, what's up, Aaron? Hi, Aaron. <laughs> hey, what's happening? Yeah. Right. So um, I wanted to, uh, being that this is the 100th episode, I wanted to. Can I me? Huh? Can everyone hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, man. Since okay. it's the 100th episode, I wanted to uh, kind of give a feel for how the show used to be. And I have a um, a clip that I want to play from uh, episode two of the podcast. I think it was, uh, it was pretty funny, and uh, uh, it'll kind of give an idea of the show in the beginning stage. So here we go. Lamest place to try to pick up chicks at. Well, is there a lame place? 
Well, if it's a lame Family place, reunion. yeah, I'm saying because your ass is already there, so you're <laughs> part of the lameness. You know what I mean? So I would probably say, "Ooh, man, in a, in a doctor's office or something like that." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> because I was actually doing physical therapy. I had stretched my back. You know, it was a while back. I'm, I'm wrapped up with it. And there were, you know, there were some attractive women that were in the physical therapy place, but all of them were broke off too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, <laughs> so, so, you know, you're already looking at damaged, literally damaged goods oh, off the jump. Oh, places like, the wow. places like, you know, like like that. I would just say that that's kind of lame. Like you're not really yeah. trying to chop it up, you know, when people are sick or yeah. something's up with them. Neither so one I would of say. You <laughs> Glenn, Either Glenn, one of you want to tell the other you're in there for that itch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst place to find somebody. Yeah, right, you know, know, so. know, know Glenda, you're at uh, Uncle Charlie's funeral, and uh, one of the friends of, of the family uh, decides that this is his opportunity to uh, try to ask you out. Is that is that pretty lame? I think it's pretty lame, especially um, if you know a person is grieving. A person should not take the opportunity to to see that as a um, opportunity to get a date. Yeah, that's lame. Serious lame. Mm. So, guys out there, don't don't hit on uh, anyone at a funeral. <laughs> Even still, like it's just like a funeral itself. It's just like it's like the worst place you could possibly ever expect to take a, get a serious relationship because like that person is going through that grieving moment, and like they're really susceptible. To, like the influences of others so like for someone to try, try to take advantage of them in that state it just, it, it's not really a good look for them period honestly well you think well, well, that in the future you know where did you guys meet oh we met at a funeral oh you guys are doomed <laughs> well well what if it's not necessarily the person that might be grieving just like kente said you know some people are going to go to a funeral or an event like that and it might not necessarily um like, let's just say, you know, if it's a spouse, you know, or a parent or a cousin or something like that. But sometimes your friends might go somewhere, you know, with you to kind of have your back going through that situation. Right. And, you know, you know, black folks, we love to say, oh, it's a celebration of life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's a celebration. Don't. Don't be mad that I'm gone. Have fun. Well, I'm going to take you up on that, player. <laughs> and I'm trying to pick somebody up, you know what I'm saying, over the, the chicken and the greens. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why not? Man? You know what I mean? I'm just saying that you don't necessarily have to go after the person who's directly affected to it. But sometimes there are going to be people like, you know, people who are there in support. You know, I mean, it is what it is. It's like, you know, you being at a funeral trying to date somebody, that's all the evidence that you need. You only live once. <laughs> your ass might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you throw a YOLO out there about dating somebody at a, from a funeral? <laughs> Did he throw yeah. a YOLO out there? <laughs> YOLO. Oh, my God. What the really? hell is YOLO? What does that you mean? You only live once. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, what, is that what young cats are saying? Wow, you date you dating yourself hey, over there. Hey, uh, someone in our chat room said she met her man at her cousin's funeral. See? It happens. It happens. Wow. I guess for some. <laughs> hey, hey, people, you know, people yeah, fall yeah, in love see. during wars and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you know right. you know what I mean? It's like I just don't really think that 
it just depends on your situation because just because it might not be necessarily something that we would think is um, common, it just doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. Sometimes it just, you know. Hey, they play it out in films all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. You can always count on on Yardley to be the the voice of reason. I swear, man, that was pretty funny, man. Oh, wow. Able to hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Cher, how you doing? Uh, Welcome to the show. Cher is in the house. Uh, Yeah, man, that was a funny clip, dude. (laughs) We're at a funeral. That's crazy. (laughs) What episode was that, Kenta? That was episode two, man. That was episode two. Uh, But you know YOLO now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I finally discovered that that was a thing. Oh man, that that was crazy. Yeah, that was our second episode. Uh, that was on dating, and you can see the cast of characters that was on that that episode as well. So uh, shout out to them wherever. Also, you know, um, there's a there was a lady that that used to be on our show back in the day, and you know, um, uh, let me um, those who've been listening for a long time may remember her. Um, her name was Brandy Maltis. And uh, Brandy Maltis, um, I think we we talked about it then, but uh, this was her, Brandy Maltis. Uh, she actually uh, is now deceased. She passed away a couple of years ago. Aww. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, she was a, a contributor very early on on the show. She was on there quite a bit. She was a poet as well, and she would come on the show and do poetry as well. So she she um, passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, I think uh, probably um, Olaf might remember her from back in the day as well, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. So, Is yeah. Olaf on? Hi, Olaf. Hey, how you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Good to hear you and Yardley. And, oh, my goodness. It's been a minute. I'm so happy for y'all. Congratulations. Happy 100. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, yeah. now it wouldn't be a Mars Venus show if we don't talk about some some topics on the show and so, so normally we talk about one one thing santa hey what up santa uh we usually we'll have like one specific topic i figure like we can have like a round robin of stuff um one thing that i was talking about in the before the show started i was talking with shannon about uh i don't know if you guys are aware about the neil degrasse tyson situation no. Uh, what uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Huh? No, I saying, what's up with my man? That's my dude right there. He's from the Bronx, you know. Well, he's Neil, from my. Uh. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. For those who I uh, may be living under a rock, who may not know who this brother is, I will put up his picture. Uh, if you are watching it on YouTube, this is him. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson is being accused of sexual harassment oh Uh, dear lord yeah three women are accusing him of uh accusing the accusing the space geek the space geek of sexual harassment who gets none like come on right and um so neil neil degrasse tyson they're saying okay so one woman claims that in i think it was 2009 that he groped her. Uh, the second woman said that he tried to seduce her. 
um, with wine and cheese. And and another woman said that in 1984 that he drugged and raped her. <laughs> right. Why? <laughs> because it's bullshit. Like I mean, oh my god. Because wow. so the 2009 one, basically, she had a tattoo of the solar system, and he touched her arm when he was trying to look at it. So that's the groping. And that's groping. Right. That's groping. And 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 the other one is, um, he doesn't hug women. Um, he just has a no hugging policy like that. He doesn't really hug people, but he said that uh, that he had, he made the comment that the reason why he doesn't hug is because he might want more, right? So she took offense to that, and uh, but you know they still because she was his uh, assistant or whatever, and then he does this thing where when he's finished dealing with somebody with a certain project. He invites them over for wine and cheese, right? Now, during this wine and cheese thing at his apartment that he was renting for while he was doing it, he never hit on her, never made any advances. They talked. They had been working with each other for the last several months. It was over. She left. But she said that she felt like he was trying to seduce her. So why the fuck she come? Thank you, right? And then the last thing. So let's talk. Let's go back to the 1984 situation, right? So in 1984, this girl said he drugged and raped her, right? Well, this girl, this woman, I'm sorry, uh, was his, uh, they were dating and they were sexually active. And her account of it is that she went to sleep or no, she fell asleep. And when she woke up, she felt like something happened, but she was, she doesn't know what happened. So that therefore means that he is uh um so something must have happened and she realized this 30 years later you know <laughs> and uh so now she's accusing him of uh this oh well, that is called that's called rape she definitely accused that man of rape mm-hmm. and if it's not true she needs to burn to hell because that is what what she's saying is he raped her she couldn't say no that is horrible and uh, yeah, um, Yardley uh, he posted his Facebook account of what happened, and uh, it's really good. I read this whole thing. It's 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 pretty long. It's lengthy, but I think if you want to know more about it, uh, you should read it. It's he did a very good job of giving an account of these incidents, and you know even if you throw out what he said and just look at listen to what they said, uh, mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're talking about uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, you know. It, he really didn't do anything and you know okay so he grabbed her arm while he looked at her tattoo um damn put me in jail because i think I've, I've done that before you know um I mean, wow you know he touched her arm it's in front of a bunch of people it wasn't like it was in some there's pictures of him doing it and she you know she seems to be enjoying it at the time you know but she realized 10 years later that she still can't get over it being you know fondled according to her well let's just take it at face value and not even argue the point if she felt that way you know hopefully the truth will all come out in the wash i get what you're saying i'm i 100 percent get what you're saying shannon but if someone touches your arm, are you going to say they groped you? 
Yeah, no, that's, that's a, a difference. Big, but that's a difference between me and her. I mean, oh, and I, oh, do work, exactly. I do work in this field, so I mean, I don't want to necessarily take sides because I already told you I felt like this was crazy, Kente. But at the end of the day, there has to be some type of conversation between those parties, their legal and whatnot. Um, I think so, it's so, crazy. so now we we can't even give out handshakes because that is touching your honor. Well, that's like, what I was telling Kente. In essence, I said we live in a culture where people, you know, misconstrue a, a simple gesture or to the extreme, a simple gesture is no longer a simple gesture anymore. It is actually the act of groping or sexual harassment, you know, where those once simple gestures were warranted right. and were accepted and were appreciated. Um and they're not appreciated by everybody. And we also have to keep in mind that everybody is not socially um, fluent. Some people are socially awkward. Mm -hmm. So one person's touch could come off real different opposed to another person's touch. Um, yeah, I get what perception, and reality, perception and reality are two different things for some people. So I don't know what her perception or her reality is. And I don't want to judge her, even though in my head I'm judging trying not to um but like is is that that one right there she's saying he touched her arm looking at a tattoo which if if you show me your tattoo and i'll touch your arm and like that that can't be groping because you I, like like that can't be groping because you kind of initiate that's that's like why because I, got, I don't have sleeves on so you see them and you're like oh i want to touch no them. no but but it's not like she yeah. pulled the hand back like that's that's a consensual act so how is that groping yeah there's a picture of it let me see if i can find the picture and then uh, and then on top of that it's like i know i give double handshakes right like i shake your hand and then touch your hand with my other, like am i groping you like how i don't get this one that one just a little weird like yeah, this is it right here. This is what happened. They actually had what happened. Come on. You, you, you see what I'm saying? She's showing him the tattoo, and that's not grooving? Like, come on. And my yeah. man do got a cowboy hat on, though, but. <laughs> that is, that is not relevant to what yeah. happened. But the reality is, is that there has to be consent um, in all things. And in this day and age, it should be stated and not just implied. Um, unfortunately, people will take that to the far extreme and use it against you because you didn't ask my consent to touch me in the first place. You just touched me because maybe we did hug or maybe we did handshake or whatever the case may be. But now I don't necessarily want you to touch me. It's like it's crazy. It's extreme. But it is what it is. That's the culture we live in. And we either have to accept it, not accept it, but then accept the consequences of not accepting it. I mean, we just have changed the gamut of human interaction. And what used to be okay is no longer okay. Um, Which absolutely surprises. And I mean, it, it just, it's so disappointing because it feels like the more uh, time passes, the more isolated that we each find ourselves because we're so busy trying not to, you know, step on each other's toes or invade each, each other's space that we're actually separating each other that way. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, you necessarily have to bring back love-ins, like, from the 60s and whatnot. But I'm like, it just, it, 
it, it just it alarms me how the only way we seem to be able to coexist is like compartmentalizing ourselves so much from each other it's mm. I, want, I, want, I don't know what that says about us as a society uh, if that's how we have to continue i want to uh, uh, take a moment uh, real quick to uh uh recognize that imani is in in the uh in this chat as well so uh i think she's uh working on her audio or something like that so uh Hi, w- welcome to the show imani all right so, i'm sorry i cut somebody off Mm-mm. I don't oh, no. think so. Uh, no. no, I'm saying that some good points were definitely brought up, and I think we had talked about some things like this in the past. I tell you, man, the head nod is accusation proof. <laughs> I, I, I do feel like that, though. Like, yeah, um, and then also there's, there's this other piece too about um, about uh, approaching, uh, approaching, right? Your approach, right? And um, so. Um, a good question to ask the uh, Aaron. Uh, I'm gonna start off with you, Aaron. Um, when you, this day and age, um, are you conscious of how you approach women? Uh, like if, that you have interest for? I'm talking about in person. Oh, did we lose you, Aaron? He's on mute. <laughs> okay, we'll go to uh, then. We'll go to Yardley. Um, well, you know, um, when you approach women that you don't know, but maybe you have an interest for, um, are you conscious in, in this day and age about how you do it? Or is, is you the same yardly from back in, uh, back in the day? Well, well, you know what you, you get older and I've had a few jobs. Uh, you know, I was, I was doing that contracting, uh, but the three thirty fifth is this, uh, army reserve headquarters mm-hmm. here here in Atlanta. So professionally, when you're around a lot of different people, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of ingrained in you. Of course, you take all of these trainings on harassment and, and all of these different things. So you have kind of a hyper sensitivity mm-hmm. to how you approach people. Mm-hmm. But when you work in that environment, it kind of becomes the norm. And even though I don't work there anymore, uh, the job that I have now, it's a, you know, it's a similar it's a similar thing um, where you just have to be conscious. Definitely when you're on like a, you know, with, with sexual harassment, they put emphasis on if you're in management, you can't have, you know, there's a certain way that you have to approach things and conduct yourself. Right, and, right. And you take these harassment trainings. So for right. me, I'm kind of hypersensitive to it. So it's not really a big deal because I kind of, you know, understand, but I could see how someone who hasn't necessarily been in a position where they had to be that aware, I could see how maybe they might do some things, uh, you know, subconsciously that someone might take offense to, you know what I mean? But I do feel like there's a lot of anxiety um, over a lot of this stuff. And I do think that uh, people are starting to get more distant because of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of that. Um, Imani, do we have you? You're on mute. If uh, you're muted, okay. Um, just come off mute when you're ready. Um, what about you, uh, Santa? When you got the Santa suit on, and uh, <laughs> you know, do you do you do you take your take a shot with Santa the Santa outfit on? <laughs> of course he does. I. Uh... 
I just usually ask him if I'm interested. Like one, how good a Christmas do you want? No, I don't. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been naughty or nice? Oh, no, no, I don't. Uh, I don't do anything. It's like I just talk to people, and you know, um, I we wind up. I wind up taking pictures with like you know some little kids too, mm-hmm. uh, and. He, with the way society is, you know, I'm careful about where my hand is, where mm-hmm. I put my hand. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get accused of the wrong thing. And I said, I want to make sure. So, yeah, even even in Santa, I am. I watch what I say and how I talk to people and mm-hmm. uh, how I interact with you know kids and women and stuff, because I'm not going to get accused of saying something or being like, oh, oh, well, hey. That Santa was trying to, you know, ask me out. And I don't, I don't do that. Even if I'm interested in him, I'll talk to him, and be pleasant. But nope, I leave it alone. Mm. He, no uh, bad Santa for you, huh? No, okay. no bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, but my life, it's like, but not, not from just being Santa, but, uh, you know, my life, I ran a, so you know, I've been involved in business, and mm-hmm. you know for 40 years and you know i was around you know mayors and chiefs of chiefs and sheriffs and you know uh politicians and everything so i always i I was always in the public eye anyway so i've always watched my p's and q's and and tried to you know you know tried to keep a fine line and like not get too stupid (laughs) when i'm out hmm. it almost feels nothing like, yardly do you see yeah, me out yeah I, <laughs> but it almost seems like uh kente and you i definitely want to hear your opinion on this mm-hmm. uh sometimes you just you get to a point where your mindset is just i'm just gonna let them lead me in you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. just just kind of don't uh don't be overly aggressive or anything like that because lots of time a person if they're interested in you anyway they'll, they'll, they'll lead you in and then make them say it and then proceed yeah they'll send you the the, the appropriate signals but you know a lot of guys right. a lot of guys they either miss it or don't know or they misconstrue um, the signals you know aimed at them there's a fam- I don't know if you guys seen the movie Swingers yeah I don't know if you guys remember the very end of the movie where uh, they're at the the diner, and um, uh, Vince Vaughn is like, "Oh, look at her down there. She's, oh yeah, she's, you know, she's showing me, you know, she's she's trying to hit on me." And then it turns out that there was just a baby in the like <laughs> the, the 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 faces she was making was to a baby that they couldn't see, so that he, you know, he looked like a fool. So there's, there's so many uh, people that have those kind of they don't see the the signs or the signals that maybe women give off. Um, or misread them like I said you did mm-hmm. you just you never assume anything mm-hmm. right and you make an ass out of yourself um so uh let's see uh imani do we have you you you, you may have the mute uh, you have the mute on so you it's at the top of the screen where you can unmute yourself okay so share you've been married for quite a while so you've been out the game for a minute so oh, you're, 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 I, I have 
been out the game. I've just been playing another game entirely. <laughs> your, your, your jersey's been uh, your jersey's been retired. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the jersey, yeah, it has. But um, you you know um, you're but the white jersey. Uh, I earned that. that I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that's right. But so you um, but you know you're you know a very pretty woman and you are an actress. And sometimes you work on, ca- you know, in cast and um, and whatnot. Right. So, uh, do you ever do you ever go through any kind of harassment at all, uh, or people pretty much respect the fact that you're a married woman and all of that goodness? Oh, I mean, on or off the set, um, I, I'll I'll tell you, on set, I've never really come across that problem. Uh, thank the God and Goddess, I've never had anyone that was too untoward um i mean if it was in character it stayed in character you know what i'm saying like there was never a time when i felt like either from my fellow uh, actors or uh the filmmakers on the higher up uh end of things ever came on to me or uh, were other were otherwise untoward um, but I will say, as a married woman in general, mm-hmm. you know, I swim in a lot of networking circles, mm-hmm. and some folks are immediately aware that I'm married because they'll see my ring outright on my finger. Some choose to ignore it. <laughs> I mean, I've come across my fair share, and this this is in no way of any uh you know comment on how attractive i think i am but i mean it just so happens that there are some folks that choose to totally ignore that you have a ring on your finger you know and i've come across that every once in a while and i joke with my husband i tell him you know some of these wolves out here man you got to keep your eye on some of these wolves before they try to snatch me up Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but and I just I find it quite amusing. Um, I've never, even then, it's never gotten to a point where I had to like gut check somebody. Like, hey, whoa, you know, you um, right I'm here? a happily married woman, <laughs> and and I I have had to I have put that out there though. Like, it, the one or two times that I've had to comment and say, no thanks. I'm a happily married woman because you see, you can be married, uh, and then you can be happily married, and mm. I feel like, yeah, I had to kind of put that adjective in the front, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that it is, people, it is like, a was really got the finite message, like, no, thank you. I'm trying to be polite and not be a jerk about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've gotten approached. Mm. And oh, I wear my my wedding ring proudly, uh, and and in full display. And it just sometimes it just doesn't work. Mm. <laughs> if somebody is really that determined or feels that they need to break some barrier of some kind, I mean, they're going to be determined enough to do it um, for whatever reason. So, uh, yeah, something like that challenge. Do not entertain that. Something like that challenge of uh, you know that they get more uh, something out of it. Um, I don't know what they get out of it, but that's what they get. Uh, yeah, like you know, I hate the way I look at it is uh, that's whack. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, you gotta respect somebody's. 
and, and it, you got to respect somebody's uh, relationship. And then also, and and also, that's a good way to get your ass shot. <laughs> you know, really though. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm 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 in a uh, uh, you know a gun toting state too. I mean, you can't yeah, do Florida, that. Right. Yeah, I'm starting to, oh, mm, in Florida. Well, that's what you have to ask yourself: Is it worth dying over? <laughs> right, well, right. I'm going to say hell yeah. Nah, I don't know it's, any chick that's worth getting shot. Uh, I mean, uh, in that I'm regard, like, unless battlefield it's like, love is not supposed to entail real bullets. Thank you very much. Yeah. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so let me ask this question to Shannon, uh, and hopefully we can get Imani uh, in on this one as well. Um, is what are you looking for in the approach? What What is it when a guy shoots his shot? What are you looking for? I can tell you what I'm not looking for. Okay. No, that, that's not the question. Answer the question. <laughs> you didn't ask the question, Aaron, so you be quiet. You put yeah. yours on mute. Put yourself on mute. Mute. Um, I'm going to answer it in any way I choose. I'm the birthday princess. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, I am looking for um, honesty. Um, authenticity of person. I don't want to meet your representative. I'm good on that. Um, nice. Mm-hmm. I am looking for someone who's not necessarily like me, but compliments me. Um, we have some of the same goals and visions in terms of, of course, if your deal breakers are things that I don't or won't do, we need to get those things out of the way. Like, um, so we can go our separate ways because some people just ain't gonna make the cut. But I mean, like, uh, I mean, like the opening, you know. Hi, how you doing? And don't speak in generalizations either. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like me, say you like me. Don't say ten thousand people like me. That's stupid. <laughs> ten thousand people like you. Wow! <laughs> Somebody actually used that as a line on you. Seriously? Yep. Ten thousand wow. people like you. Oh, I was like. Are you one of them? <laughs> like, I wow. I'm like, I don't get it. I'm like, why? Like, be right back, everyone. Then you got the folks that are trying too hard. Mm-mm, no, that part, that part. But I mean, I don't really get approached. So, I mean, I'm at work more than anything and I work with women. So, I mean, none of them are approaching me. They know better. But um, just be yourself. I mean, I think people, like you just said, um, share people try too hard or they don't try hard enough. Um, so you got to find balance in the approach. Um, be open to some feedback. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your approach game kind of needs some help. Uh, let me help you with that. Polite okay. thing that people say. Uh, let me let, let me let me do this. Let me let me add, let me ask Yardley this question, and I want to see if you guys agree. Um, Yardley, in your mind, what is it when a guy is trying too hard? Mm. <laughs> mm. Giving up too much dough too quickly. Mm. I mean, okay. because I I've definitely seen people. I've actually seen people buy individuals like like Louie. Mm. You know, 
you trying to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In so, the approach? Like in the approach? Yeah, just, just super thirsty, really trying to impress someone. And he, oh, pro- no. he probably would have gotten just as far by not putting himself out there. But also in this day and age, a lot of people don't even realize when you try hard like that and you flex like that, one, you could be getting set up. Yeah, it, for the okie right. doke. Yeah, absolutely. But I would probably just say just putting yourself out there, too much of yourself out there, um, yeah. I think be trouble. Uh, and you got to know who that is. You got to know who that's worth putting it out there for. And mm-hmm. you got to have those conversations to know that. I mean, because there are some people that it's actually worth putting yourself out there for because well, that sometimes ever... they need permission to do the same. If someone, if you met someone and that same night, Let's just say they spent four G's on you, you know. No. Um, what would that kind of? Would there be a point where that would might scare you? <laughs> first <laughs> off, first off, I'm gonna be like, can we apply this to my student loans? I mean, ain't got to spend it nowhere else. Yep. Look, we ain't got to spend it nowhere else. Woman, stop it! Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. I like it. That's but never the, happened in my life, so I'm I'm sitting here. I'm about to milk this. I wish somebody <gasps> would say I'm about to spend four four G's. I'd be like, oh, let me call no. Fed. Let me call Fed Loan Servicing right now, so you can apply oh, that to my principal amount. Okay, well, I seriously hope we're joking about this, but quite honestly, like if somebody came with some, it like, is crazy. It is crazy. If I just met them, absolutely. But I would joke about it. I'd be like, yeah, you can pay my. <laughs> let's go back to Destiny's Child. You could pay that <laughs> bill. For real, like I don't want to pay it. You wow. can pay it because I don't. Even if he, I would be afraid. Like, like somebody was like expecting like to put me on complete lockdown after like a. a oh, they a, can try that early. Like I don't. His, I got handcuffs. His four Gs. You mind? <laughs> is pretty much is what they're trying to do. I mean, I'd be expecting like a black window kidnap van outside. (laughs) Get out the restaurant, like, oh god, no, what? Mm. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, I want to ask this to the fellas. I don't, I don't know if Aaron is back or not, but no, he went on the trip. Have you uh, mind his own business? Have you guys ever had like a friend that was clearly doing the doing too much, and you had to kind of step in there and try to save him from himself? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about it. You don't have to give any <laughs> give any no. names. Well, and they and they still do it. Um, <laughs> you know, I've 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 got a so I got a friend. I've told him it's like that. You need to back off. You need to stop. You know, you're you're going too hard, too fast, and continues to do the same thing. Uh, actually, honestly, I've got. Actually, I got like two or three friends that do this stuff, and I'm like, one, you you can't be on the you can't be on the first or second date with a woman with a woman, and start talking about how much of a great guy you are, and that you're a good guy, and you're one of the good ones. I'm like, yeah, they're gonna run, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna run for the hills. Like, going, oh yeah, I'm a great guy. You've been dating a bunch of losers, but I'm a really good guy. Oh Lord! If you're if you're out on a date with a guy and he's sitting there talking and says, "Hey," that's like I'm a really good guy. I'm a good catch. What are you gonna do? 
That's what all the serial killers say. <laughs> right. You're going to end up in his trunk with romaine <laughs> lettuce. Right. But, and it's like, you know, I've got, it's like, and I have, uh, it's like I've got one of us, a couple other friends, and they do the same thing. They go, they, they meet somebody, and I say their first conversation, they have a good conversation. It's like, okay. And then they call them. Well, all of a sudden now they're calling them like every day, then two, three times a day and texting them and uh, planning trips with them and all this. And you're not even two weeks into the dating process. And you're already going to, oh, oh, hey, let's go to, uh, you know, let's go to Niagara Falls. And I'm like, what? <laughs> or, you know, let's go to Vegas. And like, no, 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 thank you. I'm good. <laughs> It's like yeah, it, and they wonder why all of a sudden these, you know, like I said, all of them they're like going, well, everything was going great, and I was talking to him. Then now I don't get no response. I've texted her four times a day, got no response. Like, <laughs> There's oh, your answer, dude. <laughs> boundaries. Yeah, yeah, it's and, all about boundaries, so, definitely. It doesn't, you know, you don't even have to. It's like you know, it's like you don't have to spend a bunch of money on a on you know so like if you're dating somebody but when you are like talk to them once and have a good conversation uh and then actually then you go out with them one one time then all of a sudden you're like every time you every time that person turns around you're like hey what are you doing hey how's it going it, no you're 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 gonna be alone <laughs> mm-hmm. You, oh, dear. You're going to lead. You're going to lead a very lonely life because yeah. unless you find another uh, person that's as needy as you are, you're never going to find anybody. Right. Which, honestly, uh, just to your point on that, though, I mean, you can you can always uh, you have to put yourself in that objective, you know, place to be able to, you know, feel that out from the other person. Now there is, there, on this earth, this earth is too big and populated with too many people for there not to be somebody for everybody. You right. know what I mean? I've always felt that. And we right. all push and pull when it comes to relationship. And you just, some people just lead in with their hearts so, so hard that they bypass all common sense but mm-hmm. in this age when we're talking about these me too mo- you know movements uh, we're talking about you know being liable legally and personally mm-hmm. um and socially um you know in light of each other's behavior you can no longer take the fool's journey that headlong Mm-hmm. Um, into relationships, you right. have to, that it's almost like it's, it's almost a, a responsibility to yourself, as much as it is a responsibility to those around you. You have to be able to insulate yourself just a little bit, put on that coating of okay, I am a person that is passionate. Mm-hmm. When I fall in love, I fall deeply in love. I am deeply loyal to those whom I love. Um, but before you get on that that you know gravy train, 
you really have to just take that moment in the beginning and just say, okay, I am listening to that other person's needs and wants. If they don't want me to be around them every five minutes of the day, then I need to take that step back and say, okay, I can live with that and I can wait until they are ready for me to be in their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that makes sense, you know, mm. it, you know, they. I need to wait until they are ready for me to to be that involved with their lives. And if they they really don't want to be that involved with someone, then it's time for me to move on. And then right. and then for me to go ahead and make that move mm. on to someone that's right for me. Mm. And the fr- the friends that I have, it's not it's not all guys. I said I've got you know I've got some. Uh, you know, women friends, and I've got some men friends that you know they'll they come crying and say when things aren't going right in the relationship, they they come to me, and or you know I may not see them for a little while, and I'll run into them one day, uh, you know, bump into them in a grocery store or something. They're like, oh hey, I met this guy, or hey, I met this girl, and they're just going on and on and on, and I'm like going, yeah, this thing will last. <laughs> so it, I have I have friends on you know both. You know, both men and women friends that are that just scare the bejeebas out of whoever they're trying to date. <laughs> oh boy! And it's so hard being that friend, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Um, for me, not really, because I've always been. It's like I'm more. It's like I'm more of a analytical type person, so I can mm-hmm. see both. I can see both sides of the story, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm like a good mediator because I can see both sides and say, okay, I understand why you feel this way. I understand why you feel this way. And I've been told I'm a little bit of an empath. So I can, you know, I can walk the fence and go, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Maybe you should have tried this or, you know, I can give them some advice to try to help them with their, with the relationships. And, you know, yeah, I've, I've, over the years I've discovered if probably if I would listen to myself, um, for in my own relationships, I'd probably do a lot. I'd probably be, things probably be a lot better, but I don't listen to me on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Let's see. Imani, are you there? Imani? Imani? Come off mute, Imani. Okay. So. Perfect. And Aaron are gone. uh, So, no, Aaron's here. No, I'm back. Aaron's here. Okay. So, you can ask Aaron the question. Okay. So, I want to transition to this thing. Um, uh, Aaron, do you have women who are just your friend? Yes. All right. Can you be friends with a woman that you are sexually attracted to? No. Uh, and, um, kind of tell us why. Aaron, you're on mute. <laughs> Aaron. Okay, we lost Aaron. Yardley, are you there? Yeah, sorry about yeah. that. Oh, uh, no, someone called me and messed everything up. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. So, uh, so why why can't you be friends with a woman you're sexually attracted to? Platonic friends. Because I don't want anything to get misconstrued. I don't want you to. I don't want to give you a, a false impression, like I. I just always like to keep it 
separate. Like friendships stay separate than, than everything else. So if we're friends, we're friends. If we're more than friends, then we're more than friends. Be, I want to be honest with you about the situation. Mm. Like I, I don't want you to come come around if, if things don't work out and say I led you on, or or I, I don't want to be led on in in a in the wrong way. So mm-hmm. I like to just keep that separate. Oh, okay. Uh, what about you, Yardley? Can you be friends with a woman that you are sexually attracted to? Hell yeah! That <laughs> all, uh, every I mean all the time. But I mean you can keep things you know professional or whatever. But yeah, I mean I, I don't I don't even know how for a dude that's even possible. <laughs> to not I mean, plus I I don't want to get me too either. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, but lots of people I know. Well, for me, you know, I have to say yes, but you just know your boundaries. You know, it is what it is. Okay. And what about you, Ola? Oh, yeah, I can. I can have an M. (laughs) It's it's not it. It it gets a little rough every once in a while because you Mm -hmm. do want to go. You might want to take things a little farther than just being friends. But, you know. If you know that it's not going to go anywhere, then doesn't matter how much you know you would like it to. You just know it's not going to, and you don't let it bother you. You just keep him as a friend. Mm. So, oh, okay. So, um, is it one of those situations for you, Olaf? That uh, are you not one of those guys who, um, if I hang around long enough. One night, no. one no. night, thirsty. <laughs> Actually, are you thirsty? One day she's <laughs> gonna she's gonna look I, over and see. Long enough, you finally gonna let, it's like give me a shot. No, 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 no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Nope. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Okay, that's the thing. And I'm gonna ask the ladies this too. Yeah, all of you tell him you ain't got time for that. <laughs> that's yeah, okay. Like, that, no, that, gonna, that, I, that I'm guy, not gonna hang around that long. You know that like, guy. I can't. I don't. I don't like. The guy who just, he's the fake friend. He's like, oh, you know, he listens to all of her problems. He, you know, he, um, you know, he uh, goes to see the notebook with her. Uh, oh, God. He goes to see, uh, <laughs> he goes to see Magic Mike with her because her boyfriend <laughs> won't go. You know? <laughs> okay. First off, I would never even. First of all, I'm like, wait, is he gay? Right? No, no. So that's my own husband. Me and my girls go see some Magic Mike. You know what I'm saying? There's women women who have their Magic Mike straight male friends. That yeah, we're not going to see that with no dudes. Sorry, you talking to some other chicks? Because <laughs> chick asked me to go see Magic Mike. I'm a, <laughs> we got to have that talk. Like you know, I'm you know I'm not gay, right? Like you know, we can get it in, right? I'm not going to Magic Mike with you. Crazy. <laughs> That, that that dude is so annoying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if if guys have you ever dated a woman where she had a friend. You know that's who he is. You know that's that guy. He's that guy. Even though they say the thing, oh, we're like brother and sister, or they're like uh, whatever. But you know he's that guy oh, waiting for that. Oh yeah, that. you you just you just know that guy when he's hovering around like going, yeah, you want to say you can tell say and tell her anything you want, but. I know what you're after, and 
It's like, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to tell the girl, right? You try to say that's who he is. And she's like, no, no, me and Jack, we're buddies. It ain't and then, then like a couple weeks later, she's like, oh, yeah, I was at Jack house. <laughs> and, you know, he, he whipped out on me. <laughs> like I tried to tell you. Nah, I'm not even mad at Jack. He was just being a man. I, I tried to tell you. I learned a long I learned a long time ago when you that you come across that it there's no sense in trying to tell them that hey, this dude's interested in more than just being your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it just because they're to them he is in the friend zone. That's where he's going to stay at. He's never coming out of the friend zone. He thinks yeah. he's going to hang around long enough, be buddy buddy enough with her, catch her when she's vulnerable, and all that other horseshit. And <laughs> he's going to he's going to sneak his way in there. Well, like 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 at her uncle funeral, right? Yeah. Uncle funeral. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After a while, though, those types of friends end up getting, you know, they end up slipping and ended up ruining the relationship that they had with them as a friend, right. too, you know? It's like, hey, you want to go to the movies? Then afterwards, go take a bath. Oh, did, did I say that out loud? <laughs> but those guys will screw it up for themselves all the time. I, I learned I learned real, real early because I lost a great friend. Her name was Melissa. And we ended up messing around and I don't even talk to her anymore. She was actually my best friend, like literally my best friend. And we don't even talk. I don't even know where she's at, what she's what she's doing. And it was at a time where she really needed me. Like her her mom just up and moved, didn't tell her. Just she found nothing inside of her apartment. And and she was in high school. So and our relationship ended after that. And and it was because my dumb behind made it weird and. Thinking like thinking with the little head, not the big head. Mm. So I I made that my rule at a young age. Never do that again. Yeah, smart. That's smart. Smart move. Well, God bless. You know, that's part of that's a part of enlightenment too. You know, mm-hmm. we're all uh, human, male, female, and otherwise. And when you realize that you you know, sometimes you just don't realize what you've gotten until you've lost it. Right. And right. but the important thing is to yes, uh, in in your interactions going forward, just to never let that happen again. Right. So wow. So the question is to share and Shannon. Uh, I would like Imani to to pipe in too, but we can't get her off mute. Um, is uh, we'll, we'll start off with you, Shannon. Have you ever had a Jack? Have you ever had a guy that was your magic mic? Uh, you know, the guy that would, you know, do things that you couldn't get your boyfriend to do. Uh, he always hung around, but he kind of secretly low-key. You mean, you mean your second girlfriend? That's what that is. Right, right. <laughs> Basically, wow. Have you ever had a Mute, like Aaron. Mute yourself. Stop, <laughs> answering. Stop answering for me. Gosh. <laughs> um, no, I have never had a Jack. Um. I don't really like I like talking to guys that are just friends mm-hmm. but no nah, you can't hang out with me. Mm. What about you Cher? I I know you probably had when you were uh on on the scene you probably had a bunch of jacks, right? Well, listen, it define that because I'm not the typical chick 
that would put her man through like tearjerker movies and stuff. I mean, <laughs> you know me, Kente. I'm like sci-fi chick. I'm action chick. I'm like Magic Mike it is cute with me and the girls, but like any, I, I've I've always been comfortable being friends with guys or girls, and mm-hmm. I've had a fair like I've hung out with guys enough where yeah, I was like the only one or one of two chicks hanging out with a, like a bunch of guys because I just felt comfortable like that. And I, I knew my boundaries. I knew, you know, they knew theirs. You know, if you have to put somebody in check verbally, first warning, um, that's fine. You know, I'll do that, but don't make me repeat myself. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying though, like to repeat myself. I'm, I'm talking about the guy that y'all are all, you and the, everybody's chilling, y'all playing Twister. He get a little too much into it. How old are we? Twelve? No, we're not playing <laughs> Twister. What is, what is going on here? Kitty, you are fired. Well, remind you, you she's been single. Still play Twister and hope she, she can get him naked. There you go. Yeah, there you go. But, but no, but seri- seriously, naked I have guy friends right now, even though I'm married. Mm-hmm. You, all you have, it's like Yardley mm-hmm. said, you have to know your boundaries and you have to be sure of yourself too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let, let's let's not forget a lot of times some of this stuff happens because people are not sure of themselves. Right. They're like, right. Maybe somebody doesn't like me if they're not groping me or maybe somebody doesn't like me, you know, if, if they're not that close, you know, physically to me, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said about having self-confidence. And when you when you know you have to work on your self confidence, it it pays to not get yourself in certain situations. That's all. That's, it's all about, that's it. You know, you gotta you gotta plan where you're at. You know, depending on how confident you are in yourself and those around you. That's Gen- Genesis, please don't. I tell my little cousin that all the time because. Uh, Partially because he's extremely young, but he doesn't understand the value in himself, right? So he would just take down anything. Anything that comes knocking at his door, he's ready. And sometimes to me, it comes off as he's like pressed or he's he's constantly on the hunt. And I have to tell him that like every 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 woman you meet can't have the opportunity to say they've been with you. He'd never get it. Cause he like, oh, I'm I'm only turning down my collar. I'm like, eh, you might want to, you 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 might want to do some serious searching, buddy. Cause you don't even yeah. know what you what you really want. If if you're not turning down anything, you you don't know what you like. You don't you don't know what you went to. You you searching for something that's not there. Right, Imani, are you there? I'm here. Yay! And she sounds <laughs> awesome. She sounds awesome. Uh, I want to take a moment. This, you know, everybody knows how much I love me some Imani. Uh, she's a terrific, wonderful woman who is a pioneer in the cannabis uh, world too. I see. I see you Instagram posing with uh, uh, twenty feet tall uh, cannabis trees, and you know, I'm trying to get in where I can, where I fit in. <laughs> yes. These folks becoming gazillionaires, and I we have. locked up. So part of it is advocacy for decriminalization and getting folks back home 
and the other is I want my piece of this green rush too. Hey, amen. <laughs> I'll take hey. a, I'll take a piece too, and I don't, and I, I won't even get high on my own supply. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be too busy playing Twister, playing right? bu- buck naked, <laughs> buck naked Twister. Uh, get it right. Um, all right, so Imani. Um, uh, now I know you've been celibate for a, quite a long time, but um, long, long time. Cheers yes. to celibacy! Yay! Yeah. Yes, I can't believe how close we're getting to a decade. Wow, that's a long time. You know what, though? I went. My very- God, did you take a vow <laughs> to myself <laughs> to to stop dealing with bullshit? Hey, I know that's Imani, right. You better say it. Sorry, Imani, I, I hear did, that. Imani, I did thirteen. Seriously. Imani, I did thirteen years of celibacy. Gosh, and that's oh, what I hate. Like I'm, don't, I'm don't, into don't. year eight, Amani, and when Amani I hear people say. Going five beyond me, I'm like, man. But it, it was the fir- awesome. it was the uh, first thirteen years it of my life. It was the first thirteen years. <laughs> of life. Like, I know. I know. Don't pay no attention to him. Wait, does that count? Does that count? Can I use Yo, that? Can you, you heard about um, how you, my dating rules, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. back on the show, yeah. Hey, yeah, Doctor Vibes. Yeah, because I mean, and blessings on you, Imani, my sister. You are a trooper. I on Thank the other you. hand, it ain't I, easy, sis. It ain't. Oh, it, it ain't easy. I, I on the other hand, I am a creature of needs, and oh my dear God! So, I when when I was still on the prowl, my three dating rules were as such: you're not gonna get it on the first date. Was rule number one, first and foremost, at all times. Rule number two was. If you happen to captivate me after date number three, now let's do some quick math. You and I, hopefully, are both working folks. Working folks paid weekly or bi-weekly. So three dates, that'll probably be like a month or two down the road. See where I'm going with that? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, unless he takes you to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Then that's the three days. Yeah, no cheating, no loophole. Yeah. I'm gonna try that again, Jay. <laughs> hey, we on our third date. Wow. <laughs> little loopholes, they're not cute. Y'all okay. are simple. And then third and rule number three, if you do happen to still capture my interest after date number three, then we both get tested. Boom, there it is. And I don't care whatever HIPAA regulations say, oh, medical, uh, <laughs> you know, information <laughs> sacred to you and you only. I'm like, look, you about to be down. It's as much a protection for you as it is for True me. that. True and that. the last time I looked, when I, and I'm a New Yorker, so I don't know how it is in other states, but I know in New York, uh, they still have the free clinic. You go and don't get the spit test. Get the blood test. Go ahead and get the blood test free, and you can be told what your whole rundown, uh, that what you're what you're clean, and give you a clean bill of health. You know, you and know. That, you go know. ahead. I'm sorry. No, you know. Um, I saw on Unsolved Mysteries they had this dog that could actually um tell if you had cancer. It could actually walk up to you and yeah. and it'll bark like if you have cancer you know in the arm or the stomach or something it'll bark at your stomach right and i yeah. was thinking if they can t- if they can get a dog to s- smell out cancer why can't they do it for venereal disease std like gonorrhea right 
Oh, that would be a new one, right? Oh my goodness. How they have much... dogs, service dogs like that uh, for uh, diabetic folks and 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 uh, folks that have low blood sugar and glycemia and, and what. Um. So yeah, that would be kind of phenomenal there. Yardley, how much you know? would that dog be worth that can help you out in that way? Come on now, that's better. That's better than that. Call mean, of, that's better than the Call of Duty dog, right? It, it'll be worth a lot, or it'll be hella embarrassing. You'll be oh walking God. around and dogs just sniffing in your crotch. And dogs, the, the, let me tell you this quick story. It's kind of off topic, but with the dog thing, I was at a party. It was a work uh, Christmas party. One of my friends got drunk as shit. Somehow he literally had, you know, shit his pants, right? Mm -hmm. He oh, took his underwear off and threw it in the bushes up the street, right? Cleans himself up. We're on the deck drinking and we see this dog. <laughs> trotting up the street towards the party the dog got closer it had his underwear in its mouth and brought the you know the underwear straight back to him it was so fucking funny <laughs> but you made me think of that story when you was talking about the cancer shit <laughs> so, so, so yes <laughs> those dogs will be worth a lot of money or they'll be embarrassing and shit I gotta that's use that awful. I, I'm yeah. about to use that in one of my screenplays for real though that's funny <laughs> hilarious <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! I'll never forget that man ever. <laughs> oh, the dog it's busted like, him oh, out. That one's got crabs. Oh, that one's got gonorrhea. Oh, mm -mm. oh man! So, so, <laughs> so, Imani, we were asking about um, about guys who like to kind of hover around women and pretend be their best friend and go to see Magic Mike with them and you know all that kind of stuff. Um, what do you think about guys who who kind of do the the friend just because they're trying to hang around long enough so they can break your celibacy record? <laughs> um, man, it's I, I don't even date because I don't respond to WYD texts, so mm, I know that's, that's a requirement for 2018, and I'm not with it. Uh. Oh, okay. No, but these That's are not dating. these are not guys you're dating. These are guys that pose as your friend, and you know, you know if a guy wants you, right? Let's just be honest, right? It's just been so long since I have like just hung out with somebody. You know, I've been through a a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. So, um, I go out once a month to dance to house music. Mm -hmm. That just started in August. You don't need a partner to dance the house. You just feel the beat. Right. House music all night long. Um, mm -hmm. And I do poetry, and that's it. That's where I go. Yeah. Well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna all have a group hangout with Imani because you know we, we, we <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds. We're gonna change. That. I'm a Gemini, so it's two of me. I enjoy my company. We're gonna change. Okay. That. I, I, I love it. Well, I Party! I, I love that. I love it. I love it's it taking too. a while, and I, I sound like a nun right now. But trust, I was a freak of the week. I've been married three times. I, I think I've had enough intercourse to last me probably for the rest of my life. Everybody, let's give really it up. Let's give it up for the reformed freak. Everybody, let's give it up. That's right. Love it. All right. So, okay. So this is, uh, of course, this is the one hundredth episode, and. Uh, be before we say goodbye, um, 
Shannon is going to do poetry for us. So very excited about that. She is the birthday girl. So we have more than uh, just a hundredth episode to celebrate. We're celebrating uh, Shannon's birthday. And because it's her birthday, we're putting her to work by having her do some poetry. So it's pretty, pretty (laughs) cool. But um, so um, there's one, there's one more thing I want to get to before we say goodbye uh, to this episode. And, um, and get to uh, Shannon's uh, piece is um, <laughs> there is uh, there is the dating situation these days and this show is a lot about dating about men and women uh, dealing with each other whether it's in dates or is it the workplace or whatnot but the dating situation is very very different than Let's say when I started dating, I'm sure it's way different than when Olaf started dating. Um, and uh, Cher, when no. she... No, why did I know you were going to go there? Hey, man, we uh, both... We both so the... He wasn't dating back in the Stone Age, damn. Uh, oh, yeah, you just, had to, you just bashed a rock over her head, right? And it was... Uh, yeah. No, uh, no. Um, but no, it's it's changed so much. And I feel so, you know, I feel the sorriest for are the people who've been like in a marriage or a relationship for like so long. And then now they get thrust in the dating world um, nowadays right. uh, because, you know, it's, you know, it's evolved for some of us who's been dating, you know, so we've kind of gone with the waves of it. But um, like today is very different. It's very disconnected and uh, it's really crazy. And um I just want I'm going to start off with uh, with you, Yardley, um, being a young man out there in Atlanta. So you're you are uh, in Atlanta, which which I think it's what, 35 to one male to female uh, ratio. Yeah, it's something that's pretty. Yeah, like it's definitely pretty high. Like literally you could just walk outside and there's like 35 women for the taking right there. So in in Atlanta. So. But what is it like as far as uh, that you've noticed that's different than maybe 10 years ago as far as the dating scene? Well, <clears throat> excuse me, depending on what scene you're in, I guess if you're older, mm-hmm. um, the way that people interact with each other in that way is different because you have more experiences and you know what you want and you probably have more of an avenue to be honest about it. Mm-hmm. So if you're so if you're. I would probably say that it's probably sweeter on that end, but mm-hmm. if, if you're younger, it's you know it, it's it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. But times have changed, you know, so so much. And mm-hmm. even though I think that I'm hip and I understand what you know a lot of people are doing on that front now, you you really don't. Uh, I think that I think we talked about it earlier about how you know. Uh, I think that some someone might have mentioned, you know, social media and people getting a, a lot more distant. It's kind of hard to read situations. But I have to say that out here, I think that things run a little bit faster because, you know, when we were growing up on the dating scene, you know, you just drank a little and smoked a little weed. Mm-hmm. There's like 30 or 40 different drugs you can get <laughs> in right. any club now, you know, wow. to make experiences different. There's a lot more to do which means there's a a lot of good and a lot of bad that can happen. So I have to say that things are probably uh, running more or less like 100 miles an hour now, you know, like on that front, as opposed to before. Or maybe we just didn't have access to the information to open up our world, you know, in the past. But I have to say that the speed of things has probably increased a lot over the last 10 years. 
Mm. And uh, so um, let me ask you, Shannon, the same question. Uh, what have you noticed a change in the, as far as uh, when you were, you know, out there like that? Excuse you? When you was out there like that, trying to date. Um, I ain't never been out there like that. Um, but I don't. I don't really pay attention to what's going on current day. I mean, cause like I don't get approached where I live. Um, I get approached via phone, podcast, Facebook, vacation. So it's never anyone that lives in the same city and half the time the approach is whack. So I don't know. You don't get, uh, Approach in my city, no. Mm. Mm. What about your, your homegirls and stuff? What do they say about the whole dating scene for them? Half of my homegirls are married, happily married, have been married for years. Um, and the ones that aren't, I mean, it's more or less the same. It's like you know, the ones that do approach don't say much, the ones that say much don't have much action or follow through. So I don't know. Um, and they all live in different states too. So I have several that live in Georgia. I have one that lives in Illinois, a couple that live in Texas and a few that live in Nebraska. So I don't know. I also think that those scenes have something to do with where you live. Of course, you've got more options if you're in a city as opposed to if you're Definitely. in a rural area. So that's one I of the reasons. I am in a rural area. I am yeah. in a very rural area. But I'm also on an island. And earlier in one of our podcasts, maybe 91 or two, I was like, after people ask me, well, are you Haitian? Are you Jamaican? And when I say no to both of those, and like, well, what are you? I'm like, well, like, can I be anything but? Like those are the only two options, so. <laughs> yeah, it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so what what about you, Olaf? You you've been single for a while, right? You've been out there, um, you know. I, I mean, yeah. does Santa? How does Santa look for uh, Mrs. Claus? Uh, it's like, well, Santa don't really look. So been, <laughs> you uh, don't find nobody. It's been. I said I haven't dated in twenty five years. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. And you make me sad. It's like I haven't dated. I haven't dated in twenty five years. It's like I was married thirteen or married twelve, thirteen. Been divorced almost thirteen, almost fourteen. <clears throat> and <laughs> that's the weird relationship I have. Is I still hang out with my ex? Mm, that's and, sweet, though. But well, I mean, Yardley's met her so uh, a couple times. Yeah, and you know, Kente's talked to her a few times, but um, you know, I just don't. I, I when I got divorced, um, you know, I was going through some, you know, it's like financial issues, uh, which you know, divorce causes. Uh, you know, it helps out, and I'm like going, okay. Till I get kind of settled around and, you know, financially a little bit stabler, I'm not going to worry about dating. I'm going to focus on, you know, focus on the finances and getting, mm -hmm. getting back on my feet. Yeah, well, I did, but I just kind of 
kept going on. I'm like, going, I kind of like this. I'm by myself. I can do what I want when I want. Don't have to ask nobody. Don't have to worry about anybody getting mad. And, you know, it's it's different. Like I said, uh, but like I said, yeah, I haven't, I have not gone on a date. Um, like I said, well, I guess you could count. So it's like when, when I was married, we had dates, but, um, so it's been, I guess it's been almost 14 years. Mm. Okay. So wow. as far as, as far, as far as what, as far as, uh, you know, what it's like out there nowadays, don't know. <laughs> I oh. think I've not been out there. <laughs> He's like, I'm staying out of the battlefield. Does it, is some of it, uh, is it a little, uh, you know, is it very uh, intimidating what's going on? Is it, uh, or is no, it just... I just, just the way, uh, what I do, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of different things, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of different uh, social things. And, you know, I just get busy and don't think about it. And there's things that I'm, you know, things I want to, that I've, uh, you know, trying to get finished up or trying to do, do and if throwing dating in there is just, well, yeah, it'd be nice to go out and have, you know, it'd be nice to go out, uh, go to a movie or something like that, mm-hmm. or go, go to a movie or go to dinner with somebody else besides myself. I'll go with you, Olaf. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's just not a huge concern. In other words, I've, you know, um, I've gotten used to being by myself and it just doesn't bother me. Okay. And I'm, it's, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that, oh, uh, it's, I'm by myself and I don't want anybody. No, I'm not going to shy, I'm not going to run away from a relationship if it, if it, Something, you know, if I run into somebody, if I meet somebody and we just really hit it off, I'm not going to shy away from it, but I'm not looking. So, and I'm not looking. That's usually when you get found. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, right. I'm not, I'm not going to run away from it, but I'm not, I'm not pursuing it. I'm just kind of like going, yeah, she's cute. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> so I, okay. So uh, Yardley knows this and Olaf knows this as well. Uh, maybe share too um, on on our other show Spotlight and um, some of our other shows. We do this thing called Rapid Fire, and it's just a, a way to get a little personal, more personal with our guests. And um, so, what I decided to do was a special uh, thing of Rapid Fire Mars Venus Edition. So I'm going to hit you guys up with questions, and I want to um, I want to get you guys' response. Okay. You guys are oh, gee, gee, oh, oh, gee, look at the, look right. at the time. Yeah. I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, these are, these are, these won't be too bad. These won't be too bad. So, they'll be here. So, uh, the first question I always ask in Rapid Fire um, is a couple of years ago at Coachella, they had a hologram concert for the rapper Tupac. So, what dead artist or band? would you like to see a hologram concert of? We will start with you, Aaron. Who would you like to see who's no longer with us in a hologram concert? Uh, Prince. I can dig it, Prince. What about you, Cher? I'm going in order. What about you, Cher? I mean, honestly, uh, I feel a way about holograms, darling. They already have, uh, they've done uh, Tupac 
and uh, I believe they've done MJ as well, have they not? Mm-hmm. If anything, it was MJ, mm-hmm. um, but it would still be a little bit too haunting for me, um, mm. I think. Mm. I'd probably watch, it could be there in person. I'd probably have to watch it on TV, if anything. <laughs> don't don't mess up the game. <laughs> <laughs> so MJ, we'll go with MJ. What about you, uh, Yardley? Who would you like to see? Uh, dead artists or band uh, a hologram concert of? I, I'm going to go with somebody who I've never seen in concert, but I've watched, you know, a lot of their stuff. I'm going to say Patty, uh, I mean, uh, Patty LaBelle. Wait, is she alive? I mean, not not Patty LaBelle. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> like, I'm looking at this other thing. Uh, what's her name? Who just died? Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, my, my mom. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at something that I totally went off. But yeah, my mom used to listen to her all the time. I never had an opportunity uh-huh. to like see, you know, like to see her. But I mean, but her voice, like unquestionably, you know what I'm saying? Right. She's the truth. Right. So I would love to have an opportunity to see that. Because you remember Kente Prince, um, uh-huh. two days before Prince died, he was here in Atlanta. Right. And you couldn't get a ticket to go to that, you know, to, to go to wow. that thing. Oh, so it's it's one of those deals. So like his last show was here and then he passed away. And that's one of those things that makes me think, man, you need to start seeing a lot of these people because they are getting, you know, they are getting older. And I'm not necess- necessarily saying that Prince, you know, it was got, you know, got older in a natural way. We know some of these people were taken from us right. because of, you oh. know, because of sh- very strong medication, so to speak. But, right. I would definitely like to see her because mm-hmm. I I know it would be, it would be the truth. Supposedly, she would throw down. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yes. So I'll say and, I'll go with that. And welcome to the show, uh, Anthony. We're doing a rapid fire, so I'm hitting people with questions, and they're giving answers. The question, uh, Anthony, we're gonna go right to you. Is a okay. couple of years ago at Coachella, they had a hologram concert for the rapper Tupac. So, what dead artist or band would you like to see a hologram concert of? Dead artist. I mean, I gotta say Michael Jackson. Um, that's the first, mm. just kind of off top, because I think that he mm. is one of only, possibly two, maybe three artists that I'd be a complete fanboy over. Yeah. Um, I'm not really starstruck. You know, I'm an individual. I worked around these. I kind of grew up in Atlanta, so you see celebrities all the time. So that's not really a thing that I'm enamored by. But Michael Jackson has been a childhood hero. Uh, since I was walking around in church pants and penny loafers with the pennies actually in the shoes, trying to moonwalk across my uh, hardwood floor, <laughs> scuffing everything up. So I think that wow. I would say him. Um, but I can't. Oh, you know what? Uh-huh. I would definitely see a. Uh, a concert of Donny Hathaway. Oh yeah, Donny Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. You can't lose with MJ though. Yeah, MJ. No, nope, not at all. Have y'all ever tried to describe to someone who was younger how big that Michael Jackson was? It's, yeah, it's. I don't uh, think you have to. You don't need to. You can't even. You can't even explain it. Explain. Remember the time. That children that are single digits today are are still towards Michael Jackson without having to know history or least or any of the press, whether it be good or bad, like it mm-hmm. still affects small children today. Songs that are like thriller came yeah. out, I think the year I was but 
It came out the day before I was born, November 30th, 1982. It actually hit the the record tracks on December 3rd, 1982. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But see the... Well, we know the legacy is going to live on, but just how you were mentioning Thriller, when I was going, I, I was about to be, um, um, I, I was young, but it was a big campaign for Thriller. And I remember the neighborhood used to be, was like empty to watch that video. Um, so it was pretty huge. And uh, I just think from the aspect of when you're young and you, you have these big stars, uh, it's kind of left a big imprint on me. So I remember those days finally. Dante, Dante hopped in. Uh, Dante, it's the YouTube page while we're getting feedback. So you want to mute that? Mute that YouTube page. Oh, there we go. No, yeah, the mute, just the YouTube page that you were listening to the show before on. Thank you. Okay, so, uh, all right, so next uh, we have Olaf. Who would you like to see? Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. It's like I don't now you had three hours to come up with answers. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a really. It's like uh, you know, you know, I like country, so I'm going to go with Johnny Cash. Okay, Johnny Ooh, Cash. That's that's good yeah, Johnny nice. Cash. That's a good one. I'm here for that. All right, all right. What about uh, we'll go to Imani and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll go back. Who would you like to see? Uh, I would like to see Frankie Knuckles. Sorry, oh. he's not a band. He's no. the Godfather of House. No, no. All cool. right, that's cool. Oh, Frankie and, All right, what about you? What about you, Shannon? Oh, I'm going with Prince. Prince. All right, and Dante, who would you like to see a hologram concert of? Uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, you see, you can't go wrong with Michael Jackson, right? Not at all. You Frank. can't. You can't. You can't not go wrong with MJ. All right. So, so the next question is this. What is your favorite guilty pleasure junk food? We are going to start with you, share. Cookie dough ice cream. Mm. <laughs> I have some right in the freezer right now. <laughs> oh. Cookie dough ice cream. I can dig it. C- cookie dough ice cream. What, what about you, yeah. Aaron? Aaron? What's your favorite guilty pleasure junk food? I know you stay fit, but what do you pick out? My to? favorite guilt. I don't. Well, you know, I don't like sweet, so I'm a junk food. Uh, uh, it would probably be Oreos. Okay, Oreos. All right. Uh, what about you, uh, Yardley? What's your favorite guilty pleasure junk food? Haribo gummy bears. Oh, okay. Haribo. Oh, Haribo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and also, if you're not following um, Yardley on Instagram, is Milligan Marker right? Yeah. Uh, he always has the best like food on his uh, Instagram. Don't don't be hungry though and follow him. But uh, <laughs> you, you, you wherever you at Yardley, you always have the best meals, man. So uh, yeah, man. I you know I, I try to I, I try to get out what I can. I even put um we had went to this thing. It's called the Fifty Seventh Fighter Group Restaurant here in Atlanta. Mm. A couple of, a few years ago, it's like a, there's an airstrip outside. And um, you can like eat pancakes and watch the planes go off. Oh wow! And uh, I actually had gummy bears on my pancakes the last time I was at that place. Yeah, it's a problem. Have you have you heard of that place, Dante? I you saw a music video there. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's dope, isn't it? Oh. It is. Yeah. That that place is a that place is a dope place. It's been years though since I've been there. Wait, wait. Side note. We're we not going to act like me and Dante don't know each other. He's just going to come in the room now and say what's up. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> okay. Dante, uh, 
All right, what's your favorite guilty pleasure junk food? Hello, how, how are you guys doing today? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> Sandy's um, butter pecan cookies. Oh, uh, okay. Now, wow. The funny, uh, I, I always like to tell the story about Dante. Uh, we would be, we were on, we used to be on that uh, website called Blab, and um, so you, you know, he's in his living room, and uh, we're all talking and stuff, and um, it's like four screens, and then I noticed like in, you could see his kitchen, and he had this giant box in the back of <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when I say he had a box of Girl Scout cookies, no, he had. The whole freaking crate that they came in. <laughs> he was trapping Girl Scout cookies. I, I, and he really yeah. did, too. He was selling Girl Scout cookies on Amazon. Hey, no, I wasn't selling those cookies, man. I was eating those. I, I had two big boxes of cookies. Hey, look, I went over there. I said, can I get a box of cookies? She said, oh, they're only $6. I said, no, the box under the table. <laughs> <laughs> that girl still wow. tell that. St- that girl still tells that story. And they didn't. They didn't. They were, they didn't expect that. They was like, "What? Oh, oh my god!" Man. I was like, "Yeah." Like, can I get a tax write off on that? She was like, "Yeah, he got to pay for it." I said, "Thank you." <laughs> that, gr- that girl still tell that story. Uh, I know, right? What, right? what about you, Anthony? What's your favorite guilty pleasure? Um, it's, it's one of two. One, I can't so readily get but it's snickerdoodles and i don't mean snickerdoodles that you can get from you know any other the only real place that i've ever had real authentic snickerdoodles is in dc uh forest village park mall um nobody makes them like that those things are crack in a cookie i would eat a bucket of them like you can't you can't get them nowhere other places sell quote unquote snickerdoodles but they're like sugar cookies they're not, they're not legit snickerdoodles, but I can't, I'm not in DC no more, so I can't get those. Uh, so if it's not that, it's uh, peach rings. Uh, I like the yeah, peach rings. Yeah, those the are The little good. gummy jones, the peach rings, I, I kill them. Oh, okay. I like those peach rings too. What about you? What about you, Shannon? What's your favorite guilty pleasure? Junk food, though. Because we know you love tacos, but that's not a junk food. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I like sugar, but I would probably say. Um, Mark and Spencer's custard creams cookie. Okay, out of That's Europe. Fancy. I am fancy. Yeah, you fancy. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Cher, did you do yours? Wait, say that again. Did you do yours? Yeah, yeah. Um, cookie dough ice cream, and it's in her freezer yeah. right now. <laughs> okay, I got All a right. spoon. <laughs> Look, I got a spoon. I'm coming over. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, my husband knows like his is uh butter pecan and okay. if he runs oh. ice cream sometimes he'll try and like sneak a spoon over to my i'm like hell no you know better than that i know that's right <laughs> i know that's right now you're gonna make me go downstairs to the fridge and get some gelato because i got like three of them in my freezer right now Okay. You started yep. something. No. Did you just say you fancy? This mm-hmm. this next this next question is real personal. All right, get personal. Right. Mind okay. your business. So, <laughs> what was your biggest whole year? You don't have to give a number. Ooh. But of all your years of being active, this year you was and we're not talking about with the same person over and over. You don't have to give the number, but mm. give a year that you think. Man, my body count went up pretty a lot in that year. 
<laughs> Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. I don't have one. You don't have one year. I have not had a whole year in my entire life. Well, that is a, there was a year you had sex, so there was some. Yeah, but I haven't had a whole year. That is your question, right? If you did three I'm months, fancy. she's you, saving. She's saving her years. Okay, I did. You, okay, you show right. right for my husband. Right, right. So, all right. So, I think the guys will probably answer this one a little more honestly. But, um, all right. So, all right, I beg your pardon. <laughs> You still, oh, you still playing Twister? You still playing Twister, and you worried about whether yeah, or not I'm know, being honest? Real talk, I've, oh, I've, I've, I've Plus, played. you have two other ladies to go through, my friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disrespectful right now. If y'all, it had to be honest. Guy, right, we'll start with the guys. We'll go back to share. Just give me a year. You think that was the year my body count went up? Nineteen ninety-eight. Hey, that was that mine. Was, that was Drew Hill. That was Lauren Hill. That, that was yes. the good music. Nick. That was the uh, good music. Yes, that Lord. That was my year too. Wow. Yeah, which, which, by the way, I was happened. over here smiling like fuck. Ready? She, she had the same All right, great year. I, yo, Yardley Air Five, man, Air Five. <laughs> that was uh, Uncle Luke. That was Two Live Crew. <laughs> That was a good year, but I wasn't getting any, so I can't may agree. I, may, may I may I add in there, of course, happily married as right. I am. Right. That came way before my husband was a glimmer in my eye. Right. Oh, <laughs> so that we are clear, okay? <laughs> Wait, let me do the math real quick. <laughs> You better let him eat out your ice cream tonight, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ninety-eight was great. <laughs> Ninety-eight was great. Uh, all right. So, uh, so what? What about you, Anthony? What was? What was your year? Ooh, ooh. You had the the best guess. Every single last one. No, of them. don't do me like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. Twenty-eight. It was either 2003 or 2000, uh, we're in 18, 2000, 2017. You guys oh. are one of those two. Wait, okay. Look, I knew you last year. I should have showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I would have changed I mean, I'm just saying. Like, if there was a, like, he said, if hey, there was an ESPN highlight tape. What it's all about, Frank. He said, if there was an ESPN highlight tape of that, yeah, it would have been off the chain. Huh? All right, what about you, Dante? What was your what was your biggest hoe year? Oh, oh, two. Oh, two was mine. Was there a special reason for why O2? Or was it just that Yeah, weekend? so I just got, I was in the military, and I, I moved to um, yeah. California. And so everybody in California, I had a strong accent too, so like real, real strong Atlanta accent. And everybody at that time loved Atlanta. And especially, it was like, oh, you from Atlanta, Atlanta. Like, you for real from Atlanta, you know? So, you know, I was out there in San Diego, you know? So, I don't know. A lot of people remember me out there. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, look. 
That gear was so good, I still call it my second home. <laughs> I gotta Google this real quick. Wait, look, I'm about to look it up too. Oh, oh, oh man. What, what about you, Ola? What was your, your biggest you ever asked about me over there? <laughs> Ola. What, what was your biggest hoe year? Uh, 1980. 1980. Okay. Well, wow. I wasn't even here yet. Wow. <laughs> I was fine. What, what was going on in 1980 that, that gave you that uh that extra juice that year? That's like I just uh it's like it was just uh I guess it kind of hit my groove. It was outside. Uh, you know, I'd been out of high school a couple of years. Been to a little bit. I had a little bit of college going on then, so I was in college. So. Uh, let's be 70, late 79, early 80, because mm. I was in college. So okay. I was hit, hit, hitting, the, hitting the college scene. <laughs> All right. Mm. Oh, Olaf. Okay, look at Olaf uh, getting it in in 1980. I was four. <laughs> nah. Right? I was four years old. Hey, I, you go. I ain't mad at you. Uh, mine was 2006. That was a, that was a, a hell of a year. 2006. So I remember, right? I remember oh. it very well. Like I said, if I had a ESPN highlight tape of that year, it'd been crazy. So. <laughs> 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 All right. So we'll do the we'll do the uh, the last question, and uh, this one is the one we we love to. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute, go. Aaron. Hey, look, it might be 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Aaron just came back. Uh, we didn't get Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. right now. <laughs> are you there, Aaron? We got to... Let's see. Aaron, are you there? Yeah, I'm back. I don't know what happened. It just kicked me off. Oh, okay. Did you hear the question? No, no, no. I just came back in. Okay, so the question was, what was your biggest hoe year? That is the year you... Oh, my God. Your body, Every one you of them. To, you, don't aye, aye, the aye. you don't have to give the number, but a year where your body count went up significantly more than any other year. We all gave our years. I'm going I'm to take the high ground and just plead the fifth. I cannot <laughs> answer this question. <laughs> I can't answer this question. Like, nah. Wow. Nah. I'm good. Names of the innocent white, aren't you? It's, 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 like, what Randy says is a no for me, dog. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, let, we'll, uh, we'll let him off the hook. Okay. <laughs> it's like, nah, I mean, nah, nah. I, I walk out on love. I walk out on love. Mm-hmm. My biggest whole year was 22. 22? 22. 22. 22. So five years ago? Oh, okay. You're giving the age. Okay. So five years ago? Yeah, yeah. Five, whatever year that was. Five years ago. Oh, okay. okay. 2013. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I was wilding. I had just got graduated college. Mm, I did some stuff financially and I was wilding. Put it like that. <laughs> you was like, you was like okay. Neo, you was like Neo in the Matrix, huh? <laughs> yeah, that, when, when, when I, when I, when when I made my first million, it was like I was, I was going crazy, dog. It was it was a. I, I guess y'all can hear the the smile on my face, huh? Oh yeah, hey, I, I don't, hey, I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you, man. Right. Yo, we'll give you a mask. So, right, so, so this like, is I last. could tell you, I could tell y'all a story from that from that year. All right, what what is like, it? We listening. So, when well, when I first found out like what what happened, um, I just said, you know what, I'm gonna go to Vegas because that's all I knew rich people did was they went to Vegas. So 
I'm in Vegas by myself. Like, I just rented uh, a private plane because that's what they did. I rent, went down there. I end up getting jumped because I didn't bring no luggage. So I went shopping down there inside of uh, Caesars Casino. So I went yeah. shopping down there and it's like Versace and Gucci. So that's all I was wearing because I just wanted to feel like that was my first time really making some money. So I wanted to feel it, feel what it was like. Right. Like at night, taking the elevator all, all the way upstairs, this guy was like in the elevator. He's like, yeah, so uh, is this the way to the parking garage? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm a tourist just like you. He's like, no, nah, I'm just looking for my car. So I'm like, well, I don't think that they park cars on the top floor, but be my guest. So he followed me to my room. He was like, yeah, let's let's party with you. You got a big old suite. I'm like, nah, dog, let's chill. Let's link up tomorrow, whatever. Then the next day, I just see the guy with the same shirt on. It was a, I never forget it. It was a blue and red uh, checkered shirt, like, like a flannel button up. And I seen him in the middle of the street with these, like, three big old dudes. And I'm just like, yo, is he walking with bouncers? Like, next thing I know, I get hit in the back of the head. Mm. Yeah. I'm, in the of, I'm in the middle of, uh, what's the boulevard, the, the strip? I'm in the middle of the street, cars, like, honking at me and everything. And I just see I just see them dudes running. So then it clicked, like, yo, they trying to rob you. So I'm, I'm in the middle of broad daylight. Everybody got their phones out and stuff, recording. I'm just like, yo. I'm about to get killed, y'all recording it. So I just I just kicked one like like one of the big dudes. I just kicked him in the in the face. I don't even know how I lift my leg that high. Like I just kicked him in the face, and I had this uh, frozen drink. It was called the numb. Like it it was it had 21 shots in it. It was called the numb, and I just hit him with it, and then like ran back to the to the hotel. When I got back to the hotel, my whole foot swelled up. I had to cut my my trip short because I broke my foot. My father and my uncle had to like fly out to Vegas to come get me. Like I was in the hospital. Like I, I'm scared to leave. Like I don't know if they wait for me. If, like what's going on? Right. Wow. That's oh, way that's crazy. way crazy. That's crazy. Well, we're glad to see yeah. you alive and well, my friend. Damn. Yeah, I'm glad that's you made it. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's terrible. Live to talk about it. Here's the last yeah. question. Here's the last like, like when room service come up and like, how you afford this? How old are you? Oh, I, I know some girls that I like, like it was that type of Vegas trip. Oh, God. Yeah, wow. Those are the best ones. I was like the adventurous year, if anything, if nothing else. God bless. All right. All right. So here's, here's the last question. Okay. Um, and this is the one we close it out with is uh now you got to substitute for whatever city you are in right a young brother got to take a young lady out on a date uh this is a first date so you have to tell them what's the best date to take a young lady out on um so wherever city you're in you got to tailor it to that city so oh. so uh you want to go first Shannon? sure <laughs> Um, so I have to tell him what's the best date to take me on. I uh, know some, some young lady, let's just say you're doing it as a friend. Oh, okay. Um, I would say start at breakfast club too, because everything about dates for me is centered around food. So I would encourage them to eat good conversation and food. Um, and then go to, um, Smathers beach and then 
end up at Sin's Burritos for tacos and then go to Fort Zachary. <laughs> go to Fort Zachary and um, watch the sunset. We have the best sunsets. Okay, I dig it. That sounds good. I like it. I like it. All right. I'm not upset. All right. So, Cher, what about you? You got to help this brother yeah. out. And, oh, and, yeah, and, and definitely. Say, and say um, your city, here too. Here in Jacksonville, yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. Hey, Florida. Hey. So, here in the Sunshine State, here in Jacksonville, Duval, here we go. You go to Five Points. Um, which is a part of Jacksonville. It's very bohemian. There's mm-hmm. a lot of nice little shops. There's mo- a movie theater. There's good food. Um, I mean, there's a whole, like, you throw a stone in any direction and you can basically pick out whatever menu that you could possibly want. So mm-hmm. it has a wide variety, a little something for everyone. Um, and then, um, after, if you want to go uh, play pool, um, there is a, a place uh, on on a street called Beach Boulevard. It's at Peach and Beach Boulevard. I call it Peach and Beach. It's called Q Billiards, but they have great pool. And if you're not into pool, they have a great bar. And if you're not in a bar, they have great music. Mm. Um, and then I would finish out the night by the beaches. Definitely, of course. Um, and it near Jacksonville beach, which is 20 minutes from where I live, there's always, there's like a whole strip of venues, um, up and down Jacksonville beach from like your age old, um, like Irish pub all the way to like Jamaican music venue to like live music, jazz venue, like it's a whole, you know, variety of music by me uh, that you can enjoy. And if you want to go to the club, you can do that too. So, yeah, that would be the perfect thing. Okay, I can dig that one too. I like it. I like it. Well, what about you, Olaf? Uh, what about this date? And what city? Indiana, what we do is for a really good date, we jump on tractor. Head over Walmart, pick yourself some stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, and have a you got uh, Walmart in the mix. Simple. <laughs> Love it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like uh, probably around here. There's we've got there's quite a few in in my town. There's quite a few little places that have popped up, little restaurants. So be kind of uh, it's like you kind of go pick one of them. Uh, it's like the probably the Floyd County Brewery. Uh, they've got some really good food, music, and stuff. Go there and have a little bit to uh, eat, and oh, maybe head for the head for the theater and uh, watch a movie. And if it's during the summer, then you go to the drive-in. Mm. We were just nice. talking about the drive-in the other day. Okay, That's and, nice. fog, and fog up the windows, huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, so uh, Anthony, what about you? What's a uh, and say what city you're in? Um, in Atlanta. Oh, oh yeah, um, we got three Atlantas. Yeah. Yeah, a town, a town, stay down. <laughs> um, zone three, all that. Zone <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I'm zone five over here. Oh okay. shit! <laughs> you fancy? 
out in zone five. <laughs> I'm out marker zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Atlanta is a city of a lot of like quiet kept secrets. So you, there's a, a spectrum of things you can do. So for what, what I would do is probably go in um, to a degree, just different, just polar opposite. So. Maybe start off. There's a ranch that I know. Some people that I know are black owned. Uh, it's a lot of uh, they horseback ride, ATVs. Uh, they got land out there. There's like they got a lake and stuff out there. So she's like, you know, outdoors that we can go ride some horses, ATVs, bonfire type thing or whatever. They do a little hunting and stuff. Just depend on how deep you want to get into it. But then we go from that side to, you know, I mean, the high museum. They always got some. I like very artistic type things. I like visible representation. So they always got some sort of exhibit that's going on there. So uh, the High Museum is definitely a place to go. Now, if you want to have something that's just kind of like, if if she's never been there and kind of awe-inspiring, then we go to uh, the Sundial. Hmm. Mm. Um, and that's a good place to if you don't know what the sundial is, and the sundial is the revolving restaurant, is extremely high up in the air, um, surrounded by glass, and the restaurant revolves slowly, but it revolves around, and you can see the cityscape in that uh, in that regard. And the food is pretty good too. But honestly, if I have to say, there's better food at one of my new favorite places, uh, Capital Grill. Hmm. Hmm. I tell you, the food in that is so. Man, I had some. I've been twice now, and each time I've had. Um, South African lobster tail. Hmm. Nice. Hey, I'm for that. That sounds real. Yeah, that sounds. We, we need lobster. to show up. We we gonna have a group date. <laughs> we all gonna go. Some South African. They have different lobster tail, but the South African lobster tail it's a little bit sweet. It's definitely a different taste, and I feel like that is the freshest seafood I've had. To not be near a pier or a harbor, like to not be near water, that is the freshest seafood because it doesn't taste seafoody. It doesn't smell fishy. You know what I mean? Like I've been to Red Lobster, which isn't a bad restaurant, but I've had bad experiences there. I've not, in, well, I've only been twice, but I don't imagine, especially for the cost, uh, that I'll have bad experiences there. I've had the steak I had there was falling off the bone. The lamb was amazing. The uh, cream spinach. Brussels sprouts with like this thick bacon around. I yeah, if I just go into the good. man, wow. so I don't even like Brussels sprouts, but you will eat every drop of every Love bit of Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Amen <laughs> for the Brussels. Now, you know what I mean? So, if you on a budget though, is that a place to take a? Uh, if you on a budget, take her to Chick Fil A. <laughs> I mean, you can go to, I mean, if you want a budget, go to cookout. I love cookout. Like I like high food, but I'm uh -huh. also, you know, what I mean. You know, down down to earth. You know, you can get with twelve dollars at cookout. <laughs> like, you get an extra large drink, light ice. You can get a quesadilla, seasoned fries. You can get a hot dogs, a hamburger, chicken sandwich, chicken wrap, whatever the case mm -hmm. may. You get like a nice little smorgasbord of food for under fifteen bucks, and then you still go catch. You know, you go to Starlight over there off uh, Metropolitan, and uh, no, I'm sorry, off of Moreland Avenue. That's the drive-in theater over there. You know, what I mean, catch the two for one. You know, what I mean, if you want to, if you want to budget, but if you're like not necessarily budget restricted and you're trying to impress, some of those other places would be, you know, good to go. Oh, and if you want a nightcap, there's a spot. It's kind of exclusive, not so much now, but it's still kind of exclusive. Uh, it's called the Red Phone Booth. Hmm. 
Mm. Oh, you yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You got to have them cocktails, bro. Yeah. There, 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 there's another speakeasy on Edgewood. Uh, the Edgewood speakeasy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, I know about so, that red phone booth, bro. Yeah, man. So it's a, it's definitely some quaint places here. I mean, and if you like just to kick it, there's a place on Edgewood called Arcade. There are actually yeah. arcade games in there to where, you know, you can get That's you a nice. couple drinks, a couple beers. Yeah, but it's in Jersey. Arcade. It's in, it's in uh, Jersey City. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is one of it. Yeah. All right. See, yeah, Atlanta is the place. So, I, I I know I'm covered with you with you two guys. Um. Okay. So we're gonna go to Aaron, and I'm gonna save it the last one for Yardley. Um. He's uh, in in Atlanta as well. So that's gonna be really interesting. Uh, Aaron. So, uh, what city are you in? Jersey City. No, no, no. I'm uh, I'm in New Jersey. Jersey City just not that far oh, okay. from me. I'm in Cranford. So, um, what's the perfect? So, you you helping a brother out? What are you gonna tell this young man? Uh, a good. I'm, I gotta ask him some questions first. Okay. Ask him some questions. <laughs> what right. type of chick? What type of chick you trying to take out? Cause you, it's there's different levels. Like you can go to the city. Cause I'm also close to New York. I'm a 35 minute train ride from New York. Mm-hmm. So is it? Are you trying to impress her? You you just going out because you ain't had nothing to do. No, I, like, I, I like this girl. She might be the one. I think she's pretty. She cool. might be the one. Yeah. She might be. Cool. All right. So this is what I'm gonna do, right? So there's two places you can take her. Mm-hmm. Is this place? All right. How big your checkbook though? Um, let's let's say wow. let, let's you say really uh, going here. All right. Let's say it's not Friday, so I ain't got paid yet, but. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, he got a, he got a Groupon coupon. Yeah, <laughs> he got oh he got a Groupon. I can't help you there. I don't know. I don't know Groupon. No, 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 I, I can I can I can spend some money. I can spend a little bit of money, but I I ain't, I ain't trying right. to break the bank though. All right, so there's one place is called the Blue Owl House. Hmm. The nice nice little spot, the Blue Owl House. So it can range from fifty dollars up to like two hundred dollars. Okay, that's a, that's a nice little spot. You can pick and choose. They got all different types of food. Just stay away from the drinks. Just Tell her you you got a two drink minimum. That's what they get you at. And then, if you really really like this girl, take it to Try House. It's it's in uh Weehawken. It's right on the water. You look at the all glass windows. You you look outside. You seeing uh the Statue of Liberty. You seeing Empire State Building. You seeing uh the new Twin Towers. You seeing all that, and it's literally on the water. Mm, okay. Um, nice. That's marble, nice. marble floors, big old chandeliers. Uh, if you really like her, you take it there. Oh yeah, I take my drawers off for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, look, I ain't even gonna wear any. <laughs> <laughs> you take wow. it to the house, and you have to ask them. Say, look, seat me by the window, because I'm telling you, in the winter time, it ain't nothing like a New York City sunset in the winter time. You see all the snow on the buildings. You get to see the uh, what, yep. what is that tower? Got the lights. What is it called? Empire State Building. You see how the yeah. different how how they have the different lights and things like that. And also, they have a button that controls the fountain outside. So you want to sit there because you get to play with the button and shoot all the water out. Oh, that's nice. nice. I like that. That's nice. Oh, yeah. this gonna be a night of. Mm. And I'm telling you, I've, I've only seen it happen once where she said no. But 
it's, it's pretty much guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, be advised. You're taking to the like, trial house. The trial house, because like people pull up and all types of things, horses and carriages in the trial house, and like they the the valet open the door, walk you in, like 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 help you up, just like that type of fancy. So, wow. It's, it's no stairs. It's, it's an elevator. No stairs. It's an elevator. You get you a glass of Louis. Like it's, it's like that. That type. Yeah. See, his pocket's a little deeper than um. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. He really like her. He, he thinks he's the, she, she the one. So that means. Oh, he about to propose. The the qu- yeah. So you hey. want to do that? I can, I can but, see you dating a girl in there. a glass of Louis the 13th? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, can I take the black car, your black car with, on this date? Right. You can hold that. You know? <laughs> this is, I, well, for Kente, I'll let him hold it for Kente. That's my guy. <laughs> that's, that's dope, man. Yeah, oh, man. This girl's out but, there. Uh, this girl's out there saying, you know what my... My ex boyfriend Aaron took me. <laughs> you trying to take me to <laughs> I mean, we're, we're only one only only one person in this world is saying Aaron took him there. Okay. That's my mother on her birthday. That's... Oh, okay. That's <laughs> okay. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> but the Blue L House, you got I'm in the tens tens with the Blue L House. I can take them there or whatever. Okay, I can dig it. All right. Oh, you ain't got a knock, son. Like, I'm just on the um, video. But in the, in the nightcap, of course, I got to throw the shameless plug in there. You can definitely come over to Hobo. Come to 259 First Street. It's called Nags Head Pub. You can come there for a nice nightcap. I'll take care of you. Cool. All right, man. I, man, I, I feel like anywhere I go in, uh, in the United in States, I'm covered. I'm I'm covered, man. I'm covered. All right, so I purposely saved this last one for Yardley um, because this brother, he's always got something going pretty cool. Uh, he seemed like the kind of brother you want to be a fly on the wall when when he hang. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one that just never fails, man. It just kind of shows how much of a shit show it is. I'm gonna play the speak easy. The cocktails, Buford Highway for food, and close that bitch out in the Claremont Lounge. That's a sad. Yeah, I'll <laughs> go with that. Say what now? I said the Claremont Lounge. Oh Blondie. yeah, man, the Claremont Lounge, man. That's that's a never that's that's a never fail. So I'll say that you don't break the bank too much, and the Claremont is a is a national landmark. <laughs> it is. Well, I, I hey, Yardley, it. Yardley, I'm glad you didn't say Sizzler. Uh, no, right. <laughs> not, not Michael Potts with uh, yeah we had a guy we had a guy who said Sizzler yeah <laughs> he was an actor guy he said he said uh, I take him to Sizzler <laughs> yeah he was the actor who played Brother Muzon on the wire yeah he killed uh, Stringer Bell oop spoiler alert uh, he killed Stringer Bell on the show on the wire alright alright so at this point um, we're gonna have some poetry from uh, uh, from Shannon and then we're gonna say goodnight Okay. The floor is yours. All right. Um, I'm going to do one of the poems I wrote while I was in Belize um, for the upcoming book, Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions and All the Men I Loved After Him. Um, And it's entitled Placing Blame. Daddy, it's your fault. I wish I knew better, had better, experienced better, taught better by you. Now just a warm body would do until it started to stick like glue. Gorilla, 
hard pressed on Manila, postage stamps, letter writing, so old school vanilla. I, I evaporate like milk, trying on my ladylike silk, stitching together is like a quilt, but there are holes in this riddle that my daddy built. I wish I knew what courting looked like with feet to the pavement, yet and still I'm stuck like, wait a minute. Negroes will charm and confuse you, trifle with your mind, endanger your heart, then bruise you. I did never want to lose you. Wouldn't have reconsidered if I had to choose you. I'd probably pick differently, hoping and praying and wishing that the difference be a different me, loving differently. Yet indifferently, I packed 17 years, 17 wandering wilderness years, storing up buckets of unshed tears for you. As if 17 years ago, we didn't actually bury you. I didn't even hurry you, kept me company, misery and money. Time to reenact the moment so I can finally give up on it and let you go. It's your fault. The lack of what I was taught, the lies that I often bought, the lack of promises sought after, no happily ever in sight. On the stage mark love, yet I'm still in fright. Possibilities end in pain, no honorable mentions to gain. Rejections fall from lips that I once used to kiss. It's your fault, daddy. Ownership is 50-50. It's my fault too. I was hell bent on being you. Broken bottles, liquid measure, drowning ships and all its treasures. Lost is sea, lost is we. Starting to add up our losses for me. Undermining reality. I bid you adieu, daddy. Forgive you, love you, mourn you. Feel you in the margins. I read and reread the between lines. I'm choosing to accept responsibility for holding you hostage, and I'll be just fine. I'm sorry, Daddy. Wow. wow. Awesome. Oh, my God. Nice. That was Thank awesome. You. Let's go, champ. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, uh, yeah, you're muted, uh, Anthony. Um, wow, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing that with us. That That is so great. Where, where can we... Um, uh, when can we get um, more of that? Where? When is that book coming out? Um, I still have to submit it to my publisher, so that should be happening the next week. I'm gonna have a couple of eyes on it before I send it out, um, just to make sure everything is in proper order. Um, so sometime in 2019, our initiative next year is Year of the Woman. So I'm trying to actually pump out a couple of books. So besides DDD. Um, I want to do a, a companion, which is mirroring mommy, the woman I love, the woman I hate, the woman in the mirror. Um, so, yeah, 2019 is going to be a big year. And I'm going to be on um, Indigo's uh, album, When Love Has Spoken, 2019. It's a whole bunch of your very own writers, Black Artists Connected um, people that are going to be on that album. So, yeah. We're doing big things so in 2019. Proud. Very cool. So proud of awesome. you. You're awesome. And w once again, it is her birthday was Saturday. So let's everybody say, wish her a happy birthday. Thank uh, you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Shana. Happy birthday. Shana. All right. So. Yeah. Yes. 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 You're awesome, Shannon. Uh, let's start off with uh, you, Cher. How can people get you in social media? And you're a working actress. Uh, do you have anything that we should be on the lookout for? Um, well, I actually just uh, finished a performance art piece 
uh, at the Museum of Contemporary Art here in Jacksonville with the amazing Amanda Coogan. Yes. Um, world renowned for her performance art. She has done like marathon runs of perform live performance uh, at different museums throughout the world. All told, uh, her longest performance, I believe, was about 72 hours um, to date. So um, we did a fantastic live art piece just this past week. Um, so it was an honor to do that. Uh, in February in 2019, I have been cast in Chalk, which is a play. Uh, there's a, a playwright that was originally commissioned uh, in Chicago um, to to uh, write this play. And it is being performed at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, uh, which is basically the the Broadway of Jacksonville. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's it's going to be my biggest theater uh, piece to date, uh, just because that's the largest stage uh, that uh, I would have been on to date. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and uh, folks can reach me on Twitter uh, at Cher Davis, C-H-E-R-D-A-V-I-S. And uh, you can catch me on the gram uh, as the same. So stay with All right. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So uh, let's go with you, uh, Anthony. How can people get you in social media? And um, do you have any projects we need to be on the lookout for? Uh, I do got a couple projects that um, I'm working on right now. I'm in the process of shooting a music video uh, for a project that I uh, kind of 90s R&B album that I got coming out 2019. So I'm working on that. I'm still, um, I'm actually in Savannah right now working on a commercial shoot. So I'm still doing my uh, film thing as far as reaching me social media wise. Uh, photography and the film is uh, Instagram Woodshed Pictures spelled, you know, the correct way, all one word. You can find me there. Um, I'm still working on my weapons, becoming a weapons instructor, firearms instructor. So, you I know, know, that I got that, some content coming for that. And, you know, I'm still building my rifles and taking very much good care of my Second Amendment right. Um, outside of that, yeah, you can reach me free for real, F R E E P H A R E A L. That's also Instagram and um, that's where I'm at. I'm sure I got a whole myriad of other things, but those are the the kind of the two immediate things that I'm working on. Man, that's that's oh. great, man. And I want to start a, a gun club out here in Los Angeles. Uh, um, I feel like that's uh, really important, especially in these days and times, too. Because I was someone who never really messed with guns or anything like that. I didn't. That wasn't in my background. But as you know, as things are going on, man, you need to know that kind of stuff. You know, I know. Yeah, uh, California is losing uh, a lot of their privileges, and they're 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 restricting a lot of things in California, which is why I've never lived there. Mm. Um, I'd love to visit, but uh, mm. I love my guns too much, and mm. <laughs> they don't seem to be letting up anytime soon with the legislation. So. Interesting. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Olaf Kente, he's coming on board, our gun train, bro. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's for sure, man. That's for sure. Um, Olaf, uh, yes. I know you had a, a, a gun put in your hand at uh, two, was it? Nah, it's like I started probably shooting when I was about four. Four, okay. I knew it was something like that. 
right. How can people get you on social media and all that good stuff? Well, uh, it's like I, you can it's like, uh, start off. I got a little, I'm trying to work on a little contest for me. It's like, uh, uh, um, you know, every year it's like I, I grow out the beard to do Santa. And then as soon as I get done with my Santa duties, I shave my beard off. And this year I'm going to have a little contest. I've got to figure out, a, it's like get it figured out. Uh, I'm going to let you, my fans, pick the design for whatever uh, my beard is going to wind up looking like. I've had like a Tony Stark and I've had bat stashes and stuff like that. So nice. any kind of like, you know, and it's like my, my beard grows out every, so it grows out every two weeks. So I can, I, it grows out enough. I can change it every two weeks if I want to, but I will be going from the full Santa to whatever. And I said, I'm get with Kente and he and I, uh, he get him to help me uh, put up a site so we can do that, and then uh, it'd be after uh, after uh, the end, end of December I will uh, do that. And I've already talked with my barber, so whenever we get this figured out, uh, whatever style goes with it'll be uh, Facebook Live posted, or you know, while while I'm being while I'm while it's being shaved, it's gonna be on Facebook Live. Wow! I love it I from love my it. barber. So, I so you it. can uh, you can uh, stalk me on both uh, Facebook and Twitter at Olaf Barbosa, but just don't stalk too close because I do get nervous and I do have an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> Got to add a sound effect with it. Got to add a sound effect. Aaron, how can people get you on social media? And I know you got your book coming out pretty soon. Yeah, you can reach me on. Uh, Instagram. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I'm just. I just have the messenger now. But you can reach me on Instagram at uh, Aaron Mr. Wake Up Better. You can reach me on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Mr. Wake Up Better on all social media. And my book will be out. I did say by the end of this year, but 2019. I'm. I'm gonna stop playing and actually put it out. All right, man. I'm looking forward to it. I will. Definitely be a supporter because I think it's really important. Um, and Dante, who just popped in, uh, how do how can people get you on social media? And also, uh, what what kind of um, things that um, should we be on the lookout for you as far as uh, the content you create? And you have different um, things that people can subscribe to, and you can help people find uh, in. I mean, not financially; it's like you're giving out money, but as far as financial advice and stuff. For me, uh, uh, Dante. Um, that's Dante. Oh, you can find me at Dante Tate Godfrey on Facebook. Um, and what I actually do have um, coming out right now is a course to teach people how to sell on Amazon. Um, so that's actually out and beta test right now, and I'll be launching um, in the next couple of weeks. That's right, man. I love it, man. Um, and uh, what was the name of that place in Atlanta that you were uh, talking about that you got to check out, uh, Anthony? And uh, yeah, um, I was so I mentioned uh, Capital Grill is my new favorite place. I've also mentioned Gladys uh, Nights. You said Gladys Nights. Yeah, I'd say stay away. In the in the place <laughs> where you were saying to get the drinks at, you were saying uh, no the red the red something red, red phone booth red phone booth. Have you ever been there? 
Yes, that's yeah. It's like you gotta have like a password to get in. You know, oh, you mean? gotta it's know a password. It's like yeah. uh, well, it's like Tom Cruise in um, what's that movie? Uh, yeah, it's like those. <laughs> it's kind of like some some of these things. Just like the old speakeasy setup where you get a password, you go to a phone, you call it. If it's the right thing, then they let you in. I love it, man. Wow. Yardley, how can people get you in social media? Tell us about cre- keep Creeping It Real as well as um, uh, anything else that we should be on the lookout for. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at militant underscore marker. And of course, in 2019 with Indie Radio, you know, there's a lot of shows that are coming up that we haven't touched yet, Kente, that, you know, we just probably just got to get our scheduling together and uh, and some and revisiting some old shows um, that I did for Indie Radio. Uh, there's another podcast that I'm on. It's called uh, Creeping It Real, where we do horror, paranormal, um, pop culture show, basically. Uh, we give updates on the news that's going on and horror movies and things like that. Um, you know, ghost tours and all of that type of stuff. So it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, the podcast is on iTunes and Podbean uh, every Tuesday. So for the most part, you know, going into the holidays, I'm just trying to relax, but hopefully 2019 will be a great year for podcasting. I agree, man. And I got to ask you this as a, you know, you're a big Star Wars guy. Um, will J.J. Abrams episode nine make up for episode eight? You know what, man? I, I don't know, but let me tell you something. Uh, episode eight has a lot of bad will. And you know this in Atlanta when you go to the Target and Lando Calrissian is warming the pegs. If you can't sell Donald Glover in Atlanta, as Lando Calrissian toys, <laughs> you know people think that that Star Wars is a shit show. So hopefully J.J. Abrams can kind of turn it around. You know what I'm saying? So, and we'll see what's going on, though. But you know I'm a fan, man, so I might hold my nose and go see a matinee of it. Oh, man, that's hilarious. That's funny. All right. Last but definitely not least, our birthday girl. How can we get you in social media? How can we get your books and anything else we need to be on the lookout for? Um, Shannon Ford Jefferson is all of my handles for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, too old for Snapchat, um, (laughs) and Amazon for all my books. Um, there are currently five, it's all poetry. So if you're not a fan of poetry, you can become one by purchasing my books and that's it. I mean, you can catch me every Monday here on the Mars and Venus Men and Women Talk Show. I'll be here. All right. Okay, so you can get me at Kente F. That's K-I-N-T-E-F at Twitter. You can get me on Instagram as Kente Ferguson, K-I-N-T-E-F-E-R-G-E-R-S-O-N. And uh, you can get our go to our website, IndieRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. Tomorrow, I will be a guest on Dr. Vibe's show. And I believe we're doing it Yay. on Get Vocal. Um, so, which is like much like blab back in the day. I don't know if you checked that out, Aaron. Um, and the type, the topic is actually the topic I came up with was do men, do men need to be married in 2019? <laughs> so that is, I saw the, your post on Facebook, right? That is the topic that we're going to talk about tomorrow. So if you guys want to hear a good conversation or maybe want to, uh, call in or something like that. Uh, check it out. I will be posting uh, uh, where they, you guys can check it out at. I'm very looking forward to it. I love chopping it up with Dr. Vibe. He's one of the uh, the great podcasters, streamers that are out there. Uh, he's a great dude, and I'm looking forward to uh, chopping it up with him tomorrow. Wednesday, we'll be um, interviewing on the spotlight 
a uh, a, a rapper and a songwriter named B. Holmes. So I'm looking forward to that as well. That is Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. And we'll be back with another episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show, episode 101. I want to, before we say goodbye, thank all the people that have, who have contributed to the show. Of course, my great co-host, uh, all the listeners, uh, people on this panel, Aaron, Anthony, Cher, Dante, uh, Yardley, of course, and Olaf. Um, previous co-hosts, Acu and uh, Rashim, as well as Tara Lynn, and of course Finn, the great Finn, who mm-hmm. uh, you know was great. Uh, Norma, who was on the show as a regular as well, and uh, you know, of course we we mentioned how Brandy passed away. Uh, rest in peace to her as well, and everybody mm-hmm. who's always contributed to the show. Thank you so much, and uh, hopefully we have another good a hundred episodes. With all that said, uh huh. I said I know. Thank you for hosting a hundred shows. Yes, thank thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. With all that said, you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless, and uh, let's have 2019 be uh, be popping for all of us. Agree. Go sign that. All right. (laughs) Here, here. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over one million bubbles in a glass of champagne? Here's to a whole lot of celebrating. I recommend pairing sweet foods with even sweeter tasting wines. This Thanksgiving, enjoy pumpkin pie with a delicious Moscato. We have aisle upon aisle of party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. And I know where to find them all. Whether you're entertaining or bringing the wine, Total Wine & More has you covered with 8,000 wines, 3,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers at always low prices. Cheers! 